provides you life. This is row one, seat one. Well, this is nice. When did we start doing this? Nobody told me about this. I thought everything sucked now. Do you have a card? Don't you shake my bones and you rattle right my balls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, okay? Jada, I love you. Can't wait to see you, all right? <laughs> Luck is for dudes. I'm like, Joey can't get to his damn computer and phone <laughs> fast enough to just smash everything he can possibly say. <laughs> that means every fucking thing to me. Broncos country, let's ride. Yes, the ride will continue. Bawankos. I cannot wait for 2023 to start. <laughs> Sean Is Payne. it September yet? Yeah. I know the playoffs just started. We haven't even gotten a playoff game in yet, but I can't already wait for 2023. After what I just saw out of my Broncos the last two weeks, averaging 27 and a half points a game, Russ is all of a sudden looking like the Ooh. Russ of old. It, you know, it's funny. You fire Nathaniel Hackett, wow. and in the last two weeks of the season, the last two games without him, the Broncos have the number one red zone offense in the league. 13 trips to the red zone, which led the league. 12 touchdowns, one field goal. Oh, my God. It's almost as if... It's almost as if Russ was never the problem, and it was coaching, like I've been saying for the last four months. I digest. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Another episode of Row One, Seat One, Joey Fats Radio, live right here on the one, the only, the new Bedford Guide. I am your host, Joey Fats. With me, as always, Mr. Betancourt, Plizzy. Champion, fantasy football champion, Plizzy. That's so lame. I didn't didn't even notice that. Yeah, he had to. Uh, well, he had to. He had to shine it on. You know, he beat Shadis in the championship. He beat Shadis's ass. And you know, he had to make sure that Shadis knew who the boss was. Yeah, I mean, you can't go put on like one of the. You can't go putting up like an inferior, inferior lineup against my championship caliber team, dude. Nah, you really can't. I mean, yeah. we'll ignore the fact that it took a guy literally almost dying on the field for Paul to <laughs> and the game having that, to be canceled. I'm not laughing at that. I'm for just... Paul to have to win, for Paul to be able to win. But you know what? It just goes to show you that fate was on your side. Yep. I was meant to win this year. You were just, it was your year. Whether somebody almost had to die or not, it was almost—it was your year. Yep. 774-992-8702 is the phone number if you want to give us a call. We got an absolutely ass load of stuff to get to tonight. Uh, boys, totally packed show. Uh, phone lines are open. Give us a call if you want to talk about whatever it is you want to talk about. We're going to get into everything. We're going to get into... Aaron Rodgers potentially hanging it up. The rumors are swirling. Could this be it for A-Rod? We're going to get into some celebration drama that started in Madden. We'll get into DeMar Hamlin, that whole situation a little bit. We'll wrap it up and talk about it for the last time because this will be it. Uh, we'll We'll give you our NFL playoff preview, our predictions, our Super Bowl predictions, uh, all that plus a whole shitload more. We're going to get into all of it. All of it, all of it, all of it. Um, let's, what do you guys, what, what should we, uh, what, what do we want to kick this off with? Do we want to, do we want to start this off with, with, because we're going to get into Black Monday. There's, there's coaches that are being fired. Uh, we've got some interesting news coming out of Arizona regarding Kyler Murray and the next head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> and, a, and just a classic example of, why bad teams stay bad? Yep. Makes no sense. None. Yep. None. If if that news is true, 
what, why they would give him any input on who the next head coach why is. Why he should have any input that's, at all. That's what I said. I was like, what? First of all, you're lucky that lucky charm-looking motherfucker even has a job in the NFL, much less a starting quarterback that has say in what the team looks. He is the responsible reason for the last two years of that team being dog shit. Yeah. Him. Not the coach. Not the players. That team loaded. They loaded up with players. How many guys did they go out and get on that, on that team? Am I wrong? Remember when they, they brought in Robbie Anderson? Remember Robbie Anderson was a number yep. one for Carolina. He was going to be the number four wide receiver in, uh, for the Arizona Cardinals yeah, to help Kyler. Kyler barely threw to him. Kyler was like, ah, I don't have time to look over that way. I'm too short. He was too busy playing Call of Duty. He was like, bro, like no one told. He's like, you guys knew Call of Duty was dropping in the middle of the season. He is going to recommend one of his <laughs> friends with a good KD ratio. He's going to be like, oh, man, his kill death's like 6.2. That, like, yeah. If Kyler has any input on the head coach, he's going to be like, all right, what's your favorite game mode? What's your KD? What's your what's rank? Your, what's your skin type? What prestige? You know what I'm talking about? You know, because because like, like, the only way you're going to be able because the only yeah, coach yeah. look the only way you're going to be able to like get at me anytime like after three o'clock in the afternoon is on Xbox Live. Hate I hate Kyler Murray was someone I just never liked as a player. Now as just as a person, he's like on my list of like guys I just I hate. So I, I guess love we'll, to hate to watch. I guess we'll just start there then. Uh, why in God's name? So the report that came out. Uh, for those of you that are wondering. A report surfaced earlier this afternoon that Kyler Murray will have a say in the next head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. Now, Steve Keim is gone. Cliff Kingsbury is gone. They need a new GM, a new head coach. And they are going to consult Kyler Murray for some inexplicable reason on who he wants his next head coach to be. Now, I don't know to what degree... That what what does that mean? He's they're going to consult him. Like okay, maybe they're going to ask him like, "Hey Kyler, do you like this guy?" And he's be like, "No." And they're going to be like, "Cool, well you're playing for him now." <laughs> um, that could be considered consulting him, but you would be led to believe that Kyler Murray is actually going to have some sort of Big valued say. input into who comes in and coaches him, uh, because I mean, unfortunately for the Cardinals, you know they're married to him for at least oh, the yeah. next couple of years. I mean, they've invested way too much money into this kid to Pathetic. just let him kind of. See you later. Pathetic. And cut the and cut bait and let him go play baseball. Uh uh-uh, uh. That ain't happening. They're determined to make this thing work in Arizona. And with Kyler, look, we all know like they had to put a clause into his contract extension. Mm-hmm. That they had to make a, a huge a homework clause. There was a homework clause. They had to That's back that out and be like, listen, that was a misunderstanding. We took that out. No, you didn't. There's no way you could take that out of a contract and be like, oh, we made a revision. No, you did not. No. First of all, that's too much to go through. Anybody that's looked at contracts and like that, you can't just put a revision in at the end after you've already signed the goddamn contract. It doesn't work like that. Right. The NFLPA wouldn't allow that shit either. I don't understand. And then on top of it, speaking of the Cardinals, speaking of horrible moves, they're going to jettison DeAndre Hopkins. I know DeAndre Hopkins didn't play six games last year. But it's still DeAndre freaking Hopkins. You're going to mm-hmm. jettison that man because what? They didn't get along? You're going to jettison Cliff Kingsbury, an, an immensely talented offensive mind. He might be a terrible head coach, but he is a great offensive mind. Draws up immaculate plays. So I would love to have him on the Patriots as offensive coordinator. Would love every second of it. Um, the, the, the general manager, Klein, did a great job building that team, was able to get J.J. Watt to come there, was able to trade for a lot of good talent, drafted guys really well in Arizona. Right. The only mistake they made was Kyla Murray. That dude was like injecting cancer right into your esophagus and then being shocked that you had throat cancer. <laughs> it was like, I, I, how did this happen? I don't know. I don't know. 
And then he's literally he went right to the brain, which is this, which is the uh, the NFL owner, and he's like, "Well, I'm a number one pick, and look at my jersey sales, and everyone wants to be like Kyla. Nobody wants to be like you. The people in Arizona are stupid to believe in you. If Kyla Murray was on an East Coast team, any East Coast team, if he was in New York, if he was in uh, Boston, if he was in Maryland, if he was in Florida, done." There is no way. It's because he's in the desert in Arizona where they don't really have fan bases. Mm-hmm. They have like those fans that show up like, hey, we're winning. Let's go pay, Let's go buy $50 worth of seats. That ends up being 11 right. seats. You know what I mean? Right. Tickets are dirt cheap out there. There's no fan base. The stadium doesn't fill up and the team doesn't sell. To find a break of throw. Sorry. It's darts because <laughs> Joey's obsessed. Yeah. Um, I don't understand the obsession with Kyle Murray. If you get rid of him, that team is immensely better right off the bat. I'm dead serious. I want somebody to argue with me. I, w- I would wish we knew an Arizona Cardinal fan. We'll never know them because they don't exist. I wish we knew an Arizona Cardinal fan that we're going to call sure, in. I, think, I don't even, I don't, I don't know a single Cardinals fan. No, of course Cardinals not. Nobody knows a Cardinals fan. I, you know, you might love players. Like, when, remember when the Cardinals went to the Super Bowl with Kurt Warner? You yeah. Can name, you can name half that roster. You had Larry Fitzgerald. Larry you, have, Fitz. you had Kurt Warner. You have uh, Two Tall, Tim Hightower. You had so Bolden. many. You had uh, Edron James for a while at the end Edrin of his career. Edron James, Anquan Bolden. You had, uh, what was the, the, the safety that slipped? Um, God, number 47. I can see his face. He had a. With the crazy, ridiculous vertical. Yeah. Uh, Adrian Wilson. No, no, no. Adrian Wilson was gone at that point. Was um, he? Okay. Um, Patrick Peterson was on that Patrick team. Patrick Peterson was on that for yeah, a yeah, long yeah. time. Actually, no, I, I lied. Patrick Peterson was not on that team. Patrick Peterson was still three years away from being drafted at that point. Uh, that really? Was it feels like Patrick Peterson. 2011. Because really, he, like, he was the same. He was a Von Miller draft. Man. It was it Gerald McCoy, like, Von Miller, Patrick Peterson, because I remember those were the three guys I wanted out of that I feel draft. like Peterson's been in the league for like 15 years. I know, right? Yeah, it does feel like he's been in like a lot longer. But anyway, like those, that was an Arizona team that you could root for and you were excited about. These yeah. Arizona teams, I rooted for them just simply because of Larry Fitzgerald. I used to love. I wanted Arizona to win that Super Bowl. Aeneas so Williams, Aeneas Williams, a long time ago though. Was it um, Santana Moss that caught it in the back in the? Oh, Santonio Santana Moss Santonio was on the Steelers. Santonio Holmes, Holmes caught the touchdown against the Cardinals. What Santana Moss on the Cardinals too? No, no. He was Santana not. Moss went to the Redskins. Santana Moss, no, San- Santana Moss is definitely not on that team. Santonio no, Holmes got traded Holmes to, but the Super, the Super Bowl catch was him and Pittsburgh. With Santonio Holmes. With Santonio, Santonio Holmes yes, was in Pittsburgh. If, if I wish he and then he went, and then he went to the Jets, and he made an equally ridiculous catch against the Patriots in, I believe it was 2010, when the Patriots got knocked off when they had that when Brady had his MVP year in 2010, and they yeah. the Jets went in and knocked him off at home, and Santonio Holmes had a ridiculous touchdown grab in that game too. Um, no, this Arizona Cardinals team, there's nine. They were, I mean, this was a nine and seven team too. Like that's the funny thing. Yeah, but they went on um, a run because they they had talent. They just during the year they struggled. Antro yeah, Roll Cullen. was the free safety. Oh my God, Antro uh, Roll, the, the former uh, uh, Raven. Yeah, was there you had Tim Hightower, Edron James, JJ yep. Harrington, Arrington. Yeah, I don't like Arrington. Uh, oh, DRC, Dominic Rogers, Cromartie. That's who it was. Wow, oh, yep. that must have been when he had like four kids. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's that's right? dr. That's DRC, not Antonio Cromartie. Ah, you're right. He was, this is really, his cousin. he was the really thin one. Yeah, was, DRC he, was the one that played for the Broncos after yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for a couple of years. He was the lanky. Uh, did one of them play for the Raiders? Um, I'm sure they did. A Cromartie? Yeah, didn't wasn't there a Cromartie? There's a Cromartie. Yeah, Oakland. Uh, yeah, DRC played for him in 2018. Yeah, for right. Oakland. I thought so. Uh, but no, that was actually a pretty decent team, though. Like they actually, of had course, it was a fairly Carlos Dansby. God, remember him? Entre Carlos role. Dansby. You had oh Adrian Wilson was on that team. Cheeky O'Keefer, oh. or Okafor, however you want to spell it. Darnell Okafor. Dockett, Beast. 
Uh, they actually had a pretty Calais Campbell, a young Calais Campbell. Oh, Bertrand wow. Berry was still there. Shit, that's crazy. Dude, that team was stacked. Clark Holy Higgins. Shit. Yeah. yeah, that's. How'd they lose? Monty Beasel. Remember him? Beisel. Beisel. Beasel. That was a fun team. That was a really fun team. And then Neil Rackers, the kicker. Dude, that kicker, he <laughs> racked up, no pun intended, so many fantasy points because he would constantly hit 55-yarders. Yeah. he was Constantly. Just... But Kurt Warner brought that team to the Super Bowl. They got there because of Kurt Warner and that offense because they just caught fire at the right time. Remember they went into Carolina absolutely demolished him in the NFC Championship. We were like, uh, not in the, uh, in the NFC Championship. The NFC Championship was against uh, was Arizona-Philly. Um, but they went into Carolina. I believe it was wild card weekend yeah. and, like, smacked him. Smacked him around, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, it was, uh, that was a fun team. I, I, I very much enjoyed that team, uh, that 08 team. But you're right, though. Like, there are no such thing as Cardinals fans. They don't exist. So, again, I would love to hear from a Cardinals fan if or they were a thing. Ky- I want to hear a Kyler fan. Or a Kyler fan. But do Actually, they even we, exist? We do know a Kyler fan. We do? It's Duffy. But she does. He shouldn't count. No offense, Duffy, even if you listen. Well, Duffy's just a fan <laughs> of, like, everybody who's not a Green Bay Packer or could well, potentially be a threat to the Niners. Well, he was a fan of Kyler because of, of his dress code. And I'm like, man, when he shows up in a woman's suit, I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm like, that's Listen, it. Kyler Murray is a fucking clown. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I'm like, like, we're just gonna, I'm just going to say, say he's a clown. Like, the kid's just immature. He's never going to amount to anything in the NFL. Big time. He's too small, too injury prone, and too mental, just too much of a mental midget. Oh. And that's not a knock on his height. It's just. But they might, they might make a special helmet for him and Fatua next year. How do you feel about that? Good, whatever. Who cares? That's stupid. I don't care. I care. It looks special. It's great. Let them, go, let them go out there looking like fucking. It's gonna look like the West Welker. Helmet it's gonna look like Denver. the Darth helmet. Remember the West Welker Denver helmet they With gave like him? The huge crown. Like... Yeah, he, it's gonna be like one of those oversized hats you see all the players wearing. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna wear the field like that. <laughs> oh, I noticed your Schwartz is as big as mine. <laughs> Imagine we get like, yeah, we get Cardinals, Dolphins, and we just get like the fucking bobblehead fucking quarterbacks out there running around. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I just don't. I don't understand. But again, this is why bad teams stay bad. This is why bad ownership is the key to being a bad team and staying a bad team. Because when you have bad ownership, they do things like consult their quarterback on who's going to be their next head coach. Right. You don't give the quarterback that option. That's not for the quarterback to decide. You come in, you play. Now, granted, I get it. If you you feel like a guy. You know, all right. Hey, listen. You, we, we got a guy that you know we, we think you you drive well with. Well, wasn't that Cliff Kingsbury? Mm-hmm. Wasn't that the whole point of bringing in Kingsbury was yes. that him and Kyler like knew each other and they yes. were they were they 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 were together in college and yes. they they were gonna they were gonna get it done because the, the familiarity was there and there's gonna right. be less of a transition and less of a learning curve. What happened with that? So what makes you think that Kyler's going to be able to go out and select the next head coach? Kyler doesn't know anything about head coaching. That's what I'm no. saying. A coach is supposed to come in and coach you up to his level because he's supposed to know the game and understand it better than you do. Right. So the coach's job to is to get the get most get out of his players. Exactly. So there's like it's almost like not being the smartest person in the room. You know what I'm saying? If you're the smartest person in the room, then you're in the wrong fucking room. You know what I'm saying? Like So Kyler choosing like, what the fuck would he do? That was always one of anyway. my biggest pet peeves. You know I mean? When I was in my last job, when I was still working in sales, I, I loved it because I never once felt like I was the smartest guy in the room. Right. Because I could look across the table at any given any given one of my colleagues on the team or my boss. You know, at least well, early on. Later on, I looked at my boss like he was a complete fucking idiot because he was. <laughs> um, but there was when I first started. You mean know, I I walked into a room with a bunch of people that I felt were. They were they were teaching me stuff, 
and I was always learning something from them, so I never felt like the smartest guy in the room. It's one of the best feelings in the world if you're somebody that's driven and wants to succeed. You never want to feel like you're the, you're the smartest guy in the room because if you are, then you've run out of things to, to learn. Exactly. And, and you've got to find different ways to do it. Granted, they do say teacher gets the most blah, 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 all that yeah. stuff. But Kyle's in practice, looks at his new head coach. Hey, watch this. Chuck's a pick. Fuck whatever. <laughs> but Kyler and nails the Gatorade table. Kyler and like, the Kyler and the Cardinals are going to be bad. They're going to stay bad. They're going to trade away D Hop, which is going to be one of his best yeah. weapons. I mean, remember this whole thing. This whole thing was supposed to be helping him. This was going to be like Kyler Murray. This kid's got a hand cannon. He can throw a frozen rope sixty yards. And this kid was going to be the next great thing. And we all sat here and laughed because we were like, no, no, he's not. This kid's not only going to not be the next great thing, but this kid might not even make it to the end of his rookie contract. He got made fun of more than any other first overall pick I've ever seen before. Yeah, I know. And hey. and it's never like people have not wavered on that. Like people that are still making fun of him and rightfully have made so. fun of him the whole time. They're like, we've never been wrong. They roast him so bad. I'm like, and I'm like, yeah, well, I'm like, I don't understand what they ever saw in him to like give him the. For him to go that high up, but I don't know. I mean, he has a. He, I mean, listen, the kid's got an absolute cannon. He yes. can throw the shit out of a football. So give, can Kyle Bowler. Kyle Bowler, Jamarcus Russell. Uh, but isn't there like a few others that are probably like taller than him that can see the field better than he? Hey, Jamarcus, tons of guys. Hey, Jamarcus, what'd you learn that on that tape last night? Like that? Oh man, I learned all the. Uh, I looked at all the blitz packages last night. Yeah, cool. That was a blank DVD, bro. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Glad, glad to know. Good to know you, look, good to know you looked at it. Um, but I, I just don't understand. This is why bad teams stay bad. And you know what? Shame on the Cardinals for doing this, and shame on them for letting Kyler have a say. I, I'd say, like, I hope we get proven wrong because I am, like, a closet Cardinals fan. They've always been, like, my underdog like, NFC I team. I like the Cardinals. I've always rooted for them. Loved, their, like, loved them when they had Jake Plummer and David Boston and Neus Williams, you know, like, uh, fucking uh, Simeon Rice back in the day. David Boston. I respect the hell out of that man. He's like, I'm going to do steroids. And like, there's the nothing you can do about form. it. And he goes, if you catch me, I'm going to be pissed. And they caught him, and he's like, you better shut the fuck up. <laughs> I've never seen a guy get caught positive and then threaten his own team. I loved it. I forgot who the head coach at the time. I mean, for a guy who only had, like, one good year, he really made a lot of demands. Because <laughs> remember that he went to the Chargers He sucked. looked like DK Metcalf today without yeah. any of the statistics. But without right. any of the skills. He's like, look at me. He was just, right? a, he was just a beast. It was like. He wasn't really that fast. He wasn't really that good. He wasn't a great route runner. He was just an absolute. He looked like 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 uh, the pinup that like a sixteen year old girl would have on her wall, you know, like a as a child, like as a kid. Like I'm gonna pretend you're the New York Knicks. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out, and maybe this we can segue to this topic. And I, and I don't mean to like jump. No, ahead. go ahead because I was but, about done with Kyler Murray anyway. But yeah, <laughs> um, spent way the, too much time on that. The midget. world champion uh, Georgia Bulldogs. Stetson Bennett is at least one year older than the following quarterbacks in the NFL. At least one year older. This is one of my favorite stats, right? Our, Justin our Fields. Nuggets, I should say. Justin Fields, Daniel Jones, Mac Jones, Sam Darnold, Kyla Murray, Tua Tagliavola, Justin Herbert, just, uh, Jalen Hurts. He's at least a year older than almost half of the starting quarterbacks in the NFL. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Is he going to the NFL? He's probably going to be another Chris Winkie if you remember Chris Winkie. No, I don't. Okay. Joey, remember Chris Winkie, Florida State? Yeah, of course. Was the Heisman? Yeah. He, was, he got drafted in the NFL at like 29 years old. He mm -hmm. got drafted in like the seventh round. Really? Went to Carolina. He was like, I don't expect to do much. And he was, a, he was, like, <laughs> and he was a backup quarterback. He was like, I don't know why money. you took me. Yeah. yeah. I get, yeah. 
He uh, was bald when they drafted him. Wait, who isn't there? Who's the guy who's like? Well, Andy Dalton of, was old when he got drafted no, who's too. Who's the dude who's the king of sitting on the bench? Is he on the Chargers right now? No, no. the um, backup in Seattle. Yeah, if you say his name, are you talking about Clipboard Jesus? Yes. Um, Charlie Whitehurst. Whitehurst. Charlie Whitehurst. Yeah. <laughs> he gets paid like forty million dollars. <laughs> no, he's made over fifty million for being a, a backup. Yeah. Just being a backup. Clipboard I'm Jesus. Like, but technically, you could do the same for Fitzpatrick. I know Fitzpatrick has <laughs> Fitzpatrick has started multiple times throughout the seasons, but he's essentially been a career backup that just fills in all the time. Yeah. He's probably made $60, 70000000 million. But Ryan Fitzpatrick actually had, like, starter talent. He could just never put it together for more than, like, eight or six, six to, to eight games it, a year. So he'll be all right to find it. He went to have it, kid. He'll be all right to find it. He went to have it. I swear to God, if one more fucking kid on Call of Duty says, like, where are you from, Jersey? Ugh. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. You just say, yeah. Honestly, I was talking to Squeef earlier, and I'm like, I'm almost done with, like, going to game chat. I'd rather just hang out. In the oh, no, 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 no. I'm so sick of telling people to fuck off eight billion different nope. ways. It's pretty much the only reason why I play the game. <laughs> like, I'm just, we all just start running our mouths talking, man. Nobody can hear anything of what anybody's saying. Don't it's care. Just, Don't I'm care. getting murdered. <laughs> there's, there's literally, like, just one kid just screaming in the back. Like, yeah. Fuck you, you fucking bitch. I love watching um, adults playing against kids in virtual um, Among Us. And the guy like pulls oh. out a knife and the kid's like, he's the killer. And the guy's like, you shut the fuck up, little kid. And the, everyone just scream and they get back to they press the button. The guy's like, it's him. And they all vote the little kid out. <laughs> <laughs> Among Us was funny. No, the I virtual never, one is like so popular again. Is it? Yeah. Really yeah. Is it? Was it on? Uh, on like the, get on the, the Oculus or something? That's yeah. like, Sweet, I got that's an Oculus. The imposter, you must right? have it then. I'll, I got it. It's a free. Yeah. Is a little imposter, guys. Yeah. The shit's mad. Sus. So you, yeah. so you walk around the thing. Yeah. Every, this guy's sus. But there's so this many people sus. because a bunch of little kids. Like if someone walks in the room, the kids like, "Hey, you doing your, your task?" You turn around, you be like, "I'm gonna stab you in the face, bitch!" And then people record it and go live, and it's like it's hysterical. I might have to look that up because my wife broke out the Oculus because we kind of forgot we had it. And then Lauren broke it out on Sunday. She's like, I'm going to play with this today. She wanted to do Beat Saber. But, like, it, we haven't turned it on in so long. It needed, like, 42 hours worth of updates and, like, all this other shit. So she didn't get Dude, to use it. Dude, Beat Saber is difficult. It's, Beat Saber is not easy. No, it looks I, difficult. I end up, like, sweating after I play that. And I'm like, yeah, like, you're like holy shit. Uh, is that like the, um, was that like when you're cutting fruit? No, you have to cut boxes to the beat. Fruit Ninja? Oh well, yeah, it's no. kind of like Fruit Ninja. Same Fruit idea. Ninja. You cut boxes to the beat of a song that's on. Yeah, the same pro- same premise. Like it tells you like. It'll put on like Lady Gaga, down, and you'll be like, up. and you're gonna go like up, down, <laughs> bing, boom, bop, boom, bop. Yeah. yeah, right, exactly. You're like pop, 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 hook our face. You're yeah. like, okay, holy shit. And then like different levels, there's more boxes. It's like kind of it's it's actually pretty rad. It's a sweet game. But yeah, we have an Oculus, so we gotta I gotta update it. So maybe I'll do that tonight for uh, so that way Lauren can. Uh, I'll send you the Among Us thing on, on Sunday. I get one. I want to play that Spider-Man game where you can like slap the dude in the ass and balls and then shoot the frying pan into his face and shit. Oh yeah, that game, dude. There's some funny ass shit. No. On oh, oh my god. What kind dude. of Spider-Man game are you? It's like a virtual about? reality game, and it's like. He like he's sitting there. And there's like a guy just like standing there. So he like kneels down, starts slapping him in the balls and shit. And then he hits him with a frying pan. And then he jumps off the bridge, uses like the web and like circles back around, and then takes the frying pan and shoots it like and it hits the guy. And then he comes back down and slaps him in the ass. It's hilarious. And then he kills him. And then he starts slapping him in the balls again. But it's just like, I've I, never I, seen. It's this. absolutely You've ridiculous. Never seen those no, oh, I've never oh, seen that one. It's ridiculously hilarious. funny. Uh, but. Uh, 
No, we uh, what, wait, what, what were we just talking about? Oh, right. National championship. National championship. Right. So, all right, let's shift gears to college a little bit because this is actually one of the more uh, semi-serious topics I wanted to talk about tonight um, for a couple of reasons. One, because... After the ball slapping. After, yeah, after we get done talking about slapping guys in the balls virtually. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's what we do here. It's yeah. what we do. 774-992-8702. Phones are open if you want to call us. Uh, let's talk a little bit about this national championship because Jesus. last night was... God, it was terrible, dude. That look for all this talk about expanding the playoffs and all this talk about making it bigger and grander and you know twelve teams or sixteen teams or thirty two teams. Listen, this was the fourth largest margin of victory in FBS history. <laughs> Not just championship games, like in general, right? The fourth largest, and it happened in the championship game. Now, TCU had a chance last night. To really make a case in favor of expanding the playoffs by at least making that game competitive. If they had gone in there and made that game competitive and played well and and took and had Georgia on the ropes, right, right. we could at least sit here tonight and say, All right, smaller programs have stepped their game up, they've stepped their they they they've 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 gotten their shit together. They can now compete with the big dogs in the SEC. Not even close. Last night did the exact opposite. Last night should remove all and any credibility to anyone wanting to expand the playoffs. Yeah. Or even at, at this point, in my opinion, let's just get rid of the playoffs. Like, let's just get rid of it. Why, why do we even need it? Like, you know, Michigan and TCU, that could have been a bowl game. And then we could have had, you know, or, or we could have had, uh, you know, uh, Georgia, Ohio State, that would have been the national championship or whatever. However, it would have gone. Or Georgia, Michigan would have been the uh, the national championship. I sent a video. One to versus two. About, uh, because there's no reason to be like, who were who, who, the only team that was ranked outside of the top four that would have had a shot at Georgia was Alabama. Was Bama. And they snuffed them. And Alabama was making a case saying, like, we should really be there. I know we have two losses, but trust me, we should be there. But believe me, we we, we took Georgia down to the wire. We took Tennessee down to the wire. We're the only team that can fuck with these guys. And then you go and put TCU in there, and it is just the worst case scenario. I mean, this was like a Manti Teo versus Alabama beatdown. Like, I was to the point, I'm like, where's Brent Musburger? Where, where is he? When's he going to start hollering at somebody's <laughs> girlfriend from, the, you know, in the stands? Yeah, that was so Like, we, we got dude. to that point in, like, the middle of the second quarter. Yeah. Like, it wasn't even halftime yet, and we were like, all right, this is. What was it? This ten, is, it was 10 to 7 for a little while. It was, it was, it was. Uh, like four minutes? It was yeah. 10 nothing. Then, then it was 7-10. Then, then it was 17-7, and then that was 52 it. 52 to 7. And then it was oh 52. God, and the doors just. I know. Listen, the wheels came off the bus. I sent a video, if we can play it really quick, and this is the example of just Georgia playing TCU last night. This was actual footage. Okay, hold on. I got to gotta get it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. You'll see it live. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can see some of it right now. But I can't believe just how badly... That TCU should probably never be allowed to and play in a bowl, what? bowl game again. That really drops fucking Max but Duggan's stock. But I, think, I don't think it does anything to Max Duggan's draft stock. Look, you don't think so? No, no, no because TCU as a team was nowhere near well uh, well equipped enough to go up against a team like Georgia. I'm sorry, like people have to realize in college football there are Titans and there are everybody else. Yeah, this yes. ain't the miracle on fucking Georgia, ice, you know what I mean? Bama. 
LSU every once in a while. Basically, everybody Clemson. in the SEC. Clemson's the only ACC team that gets that gets around to being you know decent once in a while. But even they suck now. Like that was short lived. Ohio bad, bad. Ohio State. Fucking love them or hate them. Ohio State is constantly in that conversation. Michigan. Ohio State. Michigan. If Ohio State and Bama, uh, Georgia, had played, if that had been the national championship game, that would have been one for the ages. And people are arguing. They're saying, well, you know, the playoffs don't need to go away because we had, you know, the the two playoff games before the championship were great. Yeah, those could have just been standalone bowl games. Like, you could have just had back-to-back bowl games on Saturday, on, you know, Saturday afternoon, Saturday night on New Year's Eve. And it wouldn't have mattered. Like, TCU didn't have to go play. Georgia, Mm-mm. like you know what I mean. Like you could have had Georgia OSU for the for the national championship, and that would have been a phenomenal national championship. Now I get it; people want that extra game. It gives you that extra game, but more often than not, you're gonna end up with the the only way you're not gonna end up with what we saw on Monday night ever happening again, and this will happen, especially if the playoffs get expanded is you will have the final four teams in the playoffs be SEC teams. It'll be Georgia, Bama, LSU, and fucking, who cares? Insert Mm -hmm. Tennessee. You know, like, and you'll be like, oh, it's, it's, look, we call this the SEC Invitational for a reason. Mm -hmm. Because the SEC dominates the shit out of it. Auburn could flare up one year. Who knows? Exactly. You need a team, you need just the dominant teams to just, I'm sorry it's Alabama all the time, but they have dominant teams. Just the way it is. Did you see the look on Nick Saban's face last night? Yes. When what's his right. name was talking about how Georgia's now the new gold standard in the I'll crown, and and you know they're the crown, they're like, they're the, minute, the creme de la creme. Nick Saban looked at him and gave, shot him a look, like, who the fuck do you think you're talking to right yeah. now? Yeah. Like, good going, asshole. Like you like as if Nick Saban ever needed more motivation to go out and win a national championship and bring Bama back to the promised right. land. Like he, like he's. The, my money is on Alabama next year. Yeah. Just based off the look he gave that man last yeah. night on the set during halftime. Like, like that's it. It's a wrap. It's over. Bama is going to win the national championship in I'll 2023. I'll secondary bet, but yeah. I sent it. If I'm you, ba- you want to see Nick Saban's face in real time. Um, I I thought that was just absolutely ridiculous. Right, here's the footage of Sean, uh, Sean sent me. This is an uh, insider look at the national championship game last night. <laughs> That's what it felt like to be honest it, it with you. It did. You I've I have never seen like I mean we've seen blowouts in national championship games like you know we saw Florida, you know, kick in the dicks of Ohio State back in 2006 with Chris Leak, you know, when Tim Tebow came in in, in garbage time and jumped over the line for a touchdown, uh, you know, after uh, Ted Ginn got hurt in the opening mm-hmm. kickoff. Yep. You know, wow, we, Ted Ginn. Jesus. We've seen, you know, we saw we saw <laughs> Bama at Notre Dame, you know, with that blowout which Notre Dame had no business being in that game at all anyway. Everybody knew it, but they they forced it because they can't have two SEC teams, you know, even though it should have been. I think that was the year. Was that the year of? uh, No, they did do it. They did do it one time where they put Bama LSU in the national championship game after the SEC champion, after they had already played in the regular season. I think that was what, 2011. Uh, Wow. Was it 2011? That was 12 years ago. No, 99.9% sure. 
getting old. Yeah, so you had that, you know, you you've got that, and then I let it go, LSU. <laughs> I miss I miss <laughs> that dude. Orgeron. Whatever the hell that dude Oh, Ed Orgeron, yeah. Ed Orgeron for yeah. LSU. I can't yeah. remember his name. Yeah, yeah, go Tigers. Yeah. That was the Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase. <laughs> yeah, I know. Fucking yeah. Um, uh, championship. Yeah, well, who's the other one? Jamar Chase and... Uh, T. Higgins? No, 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 no that was... Uh, Jefferson. Jefferson, thank you. He's on his team. Now, I'm like, yeah. the, the, the that Vikings. team, man. Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson, Jamar, Jamar Chase, Chase, and I, Joe it, Burrow. I know. I said that. Like, I saw that the other day on like a clip. It was some like stupid meme or something like that. And it was like, just remember, this was an actual team. And I was like... Wow, mm-hmm. and the coach oh, and the coach on the side like, yeah, we gotta, we gotta go Tigers. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that's fucking nutty, bro. You knew that those guys were just so talented because yeah. the coach didn't speak English yeah. at all, and the guys were like, listen, we're gonna go out there, we're just gonna Fuck launch it, up. all right? Yeah, launch it, go deep. I got you. We're too talented, and the coach is out there not making any literal words, <laughs> always sweating, no matter what always. time of year. It and was. he was he was such a fun guy when he was there. Like it was so much fun watching and him, him coach. Him, look at him now. He's he's in like um, Daytona and like that every week, just sweating with his shirt off, like like hitting on girls at the bar. Yeah, he he. Well, he got fired. Like that was I know that was a big deal. Like it was all like you all of a sudden like talk about a fall from grace. But look at that. This is this is Nick Saban's look that he gave. I can't remember the call. Uh, the analyst who was sitting to his left. Um, Rob. It wasn't it wasn't Danny Cannell. It was somebody else. David Pollock. David Pollock. And wow, he looks- actually, David Pollock, the old Bengal. Yeah, the linebacker for the Bengals. Holy shit, he's a, he's so tiny now. He lost like seventy pounds. Dude, it's like it's like uh, 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 Joe Thomas. You ever see Joe Thomas now? No, Joe Thomas is ripped. Yeah, he lost a lot like, of weight, but he but looks he, like a he body went from builder. like three hundred and twenty pounds to like two twenty, two twenty, two ten. But he looks straight. Uh, but look at the look on Nick Saban's face right now. Like this is how David Pollock is telling him that yeah. Georgia is now the gold standard <laughs> in college pissed. football, he and that they are the creme de la creme he's of the so SEC. Pissed. That that is the. That is the look of a man who is about to go win the next three national titles. Like, that man is fucking furious. You you just insulted him to his face. Now, why Nick Saban agreed to be on this broadcast, I will never know. I don't know. To make his point that you realize that Alabama should have been here, right? And he's, like, sitting there like, told you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, wow, look at that. Another touchdown by Georgia. Man, it probably wouldn't happen if Alabama was playing. <laughs> he's like, he's you like, know, he just, he's like, you see, he goes, did you see Bryce Young had about 487 yards passing like a week ago, right? I just like that out Max there. Duggan kid though. I think he's got like he's got a lot of like drive. Listen, he's the kid, got the, the, he's got heart. Kid's he's a gamer. Hot, he's a gamer yes, for sure. But he's he doesn't have hot, tools. Bro. He's raw. He's another Mac Jones. He has heart. He has brains. But he gets the shit beat out of him. He doesn't have like the best instincts. I mean, no, but he has. But he's got a cannon for an arm, which Mac Jones doesn't have. No, Mac Jones doesn't have a cannon for an arm. Not a cannon. Mac Jones doesn't. Listen, his arm is fine. Can we we just say? Can we just for the record here? Can we? Can we stop talking about Mac Jones's lack of a cannon arm? As if it fucking matters. By the way. Tom um, Brady didn't have a cannon arm when he came in either. It's, it's, you, it develop, you develop it too. Like your arm just gets like adjusted to that. Like, oh, it's like, almost like you get older and then you, as you mature, you get stronger. Yeah, and exactly. You, right, you know, right. Your body you, like you grows. This kid's like 19, 20 so, years old. How do you play? Like if I looked at like 23 year old me, which was oh, probably in, in in my opinion the best shape I'd ever been in. That was my peak when I was 23 when I played college football. Right. That was probably the best, most athletic. You know, in terms of doing everything I could a- would, would be able to do. Yeah, I would whoop 23-year-old me's ass right now. I would embarrass 23-year-old me. Right. I'm so much bigger and stronger than I was at 23. Well, you're not on your, de- like, like technically we're declining as men. Because well, we, I've been declining. I've been, exactly. I, I, I was already declining for five years when I hit 23 by, per science. 
You know, right. I, thought yeah. men, you, I thought men's peak was 27 or something like 18. that. 26. 18. Well, 26 18 is when, like, your test levels start, like, dropping off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Well, 18 to peak, and then... But I'm saying, like, if you had your brain now, and you can yeah, go back in time... 18 to 26, like, whatever. Sure, but I would have embarrassed... Like, even 26-year-old me would have embarrassed 23-year-old me. Yeah. Same thing NFL veterans. But this is why... Exactly. But this is my point, is it's almost as if you mature, and you get better, and you get stronger, and, you, you know, things happen that, you know... Your balls drop. Your balls drop a little bit more. <laughs> you know, Mac Jones still has a long way to go. So, if you know, you Patriots Mac fans Jones that are like I don't, flying off the handle, I have so, chill the fuck out. I have so many people seconds. that I've written down, and I'm like, this person has hated this man. This person has hated. Oh, this man. I, I listen. I keep. I have a whole folder full of screenshots. I want zap attack. I have. I have Get a whole. I have a whole folder full of screenshots called idiot football takes. <laughs> and believe me, a lot of you that listen to the show are in it. Put Zappy in. Joey Fats Radio, row one, seat one. It's the psycho. No! Rob, how you been? I don't know, man. Well, you have to have been good. Your Falcons outperformed by a significant amount. What, three games? Four games? Rise up! Well, you said they were going to win three. They won seven. They were seven and ten, man. They were one game out of the... If I told you, Rob, before the season started, your Falcons were going to come up one game short of the division title, what would you have told me? No way, Jose. Exactly. And yet here they are. They, they have no players either. Yes. Fucking pissed. I mean, I'm not saying it was a good season. 7-10 and 10 still sucks, but... But... Bye-bye, than... CJ Stroud. You Really? You want CJ Stroud? I wanted someone. <laughs> Dude, I could have got out there and thrown more passing yards than Mariota. Well, I mean, that's kind of the game. I, I know, but... <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't. What about, call me a uh, skeptic. I'm not a CJ Stroud. Who's, who's guy. the guy that played on Sunday? Devin Ritter, uh, QB from Cincinnati. He, I think he's one of the. Was the FBS? Didn't you like him? I did, but I wanted them to start him did. sooner, not in the last three games of the season. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he played fairly decent for you guys the last three. No, he did. He did, but yeah, he had like 220. He had like two touchdowns, no picks. I think he was like 18 for 24. Solid game. Very solid game. Yeah, I mean, they averaged, you know, 20 points a game just about. So who is who is the Falcon MVP this season? Was it Drake London? I want to say so just because the kid had like 73 grabs. Because I can't I can't even name you like another decent player. Like, did, like what's his name? The title Tyler Algier. Cordell Patterson. No, 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 no. The the, the, the oh, Cordell Patterson. That's right. He's like had like redone his whole career down there. But, yeah. Uh, the tight end. The tight Cordell end. Patterson kind of killed it. Yeah, he's a decent. He's a solid. Who's the tight end? I can't think of as they drafted last year. Bob Kyle Pitts. Pitts. Kyle Pitts. Pitts. What happened with that dude? He's like always hurt now. Pitts. Well, he's always hurt, but uh, but dude, when you average sixteen passing attempts a game, it's, it's it's you know what I mean. You ran the ball like thirty-five times a game. They Couldn't just stop anybody on defense. They wanted the clock to just run. They're like, if we get down to the last two minutes and really force it to be a two-minute game, we have a chance. <laughs> we don't right. want to play 58 minutes. I mean, what I don't even want to talk about Falcons, dude. I want to congrats, Paul. Um, I never thought I'd ever sit here on row one, seat one, where the Falcons, Broncos, Pats are out of the playoffs, and the Dolphins are in. Well, Paul's a Colts no, he's, fan. He's a Colts fan. Oh fuck! <laughs> I, I was wondering he was talking about a different. I'm I, th- like, I'm I like, thought he was going to congratulate you on your fantasy championship. I thought he was going to fantasy because Demar Hamlin almost you know, died. No, that's what I was 
congrats on your fantasy championship. That's what I meant. He needed to play it to almost die on the field for that to happen. Yeah. Just yeah. I mean, literally, if, if what you end up winning by 28 points? Yeah, about 28 points. So this man goes in. He's up 38 points or, or 48 points going into Monday Night Football. And the other kids got jo- uh, Shadis has Josh Allen, Jamar Chase, and Buffalo's defense. Now, there is almost zero chance Paul wins this game if and this I game is played to completion. And I got super back. fucking lucky because Justin Jefferson had absolutely, like, zero fucking points. Because Jair against... Alexander just bitch-slapped him back into reality. Yep. He, so... Jair Alexander uh, one, dominated, one game, dominated bro, Justin, Jefferson Justin Jefferson so hard that he deactivated bro. his social media. Yeah, he had Justin Jefferson the day before, and then he had Jamar Chase, Josh Allen, in the Buffalo's defense on Monday night to end the night, and I was only up by 28 points. Or 34, because I think... Josh Allen got like 1.9, and so did Jamar Chase. They got about two points. Mm-hmm. Plus whatever the defense was. Fantasy. Yeah, so it was kind of nutty. I mean, hey, you know, winning's winning, man. You know, it just it is what yeah. it is. And Shadis put out a garbage lineup, and I just had a Super Bowl caliber team, and I just won fair. The funny thing is, is Shadis' team scored okay. 213 points the week before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But he can suck well, it because I won, bitch. Paul scored. Paul scored literally one. Paul scored one twenty, <laughs> and and beat you. He's one twenty to eighty two. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, unbelievable. I mean, did, listen, you did get lucky in a lot of ways. That like, yeah. and that game was going your way to, to the first quarter. I'm not gonna lie. T Higgins, Higgins was everything. Yep. Was, it was it was it was Joe Burrow to T Higgins. Buffalo wasn't really doing a whole Mixon lot. Mixon was you know they were putting Mixon in the mix, I guess, or whatever. Bitch, ah. Joe Mixon. Solid. Yep. Solid. It, it was kind of nutty. Mixon, Joe Mixon. I'm just glad that he didn't have, like, Buffalo's – I'm glad they didn't, like, push the stats back to the week after because Buffalo's defense, uh, Naheem Hines ran two touchdowns back on game. I think, that, I I think like, the Buffalo's fuck. defense would have beat you yeah, on their own. <laughs> and yeah. then Josh Allen put up, like, 30 or 40 points probably, and um, Jamal Chase had a 50-yard touchdown grab and then, mm-hmm. like, five receptions for, like, a buck, whatever it was. I'm like, holy shit. Let me like, see what – I'm going to see what – uh, I would have I would have won my league because I needed Jamar Chase to get 50 yards on a touchdown. Yeah. I would have I won my league, but yeah. – Whatever it has yeah. happened is what it is. How do you guys feel about some? I, I know one of my buddies ended up. Uh, he ended up getting screwed because he, was he ended up winning the league, but the commissioner was pissed about that game that got postponed, delayed, Too bad. canceled, whatever. Too bad. That's so that... he changed. He changed the standings in like the payouts. All right. So I, the, I don't know. I don't know how well you know the commissioner was in second place, and then he got bumped down to fourth place. Wow, that's dirty. Like, that that's garbage because right, you can't right. like like listen, like we all get that what happened to DeMar Hamlin was like something that's never been nobody's ever had CPR on yeah, the Buffalo's field. defense scored twenty eight point six points. Nobody but it is <laughs> it ridiculous. is a very real situation and definitely a scenario that is possible because we did see it For happen. Sure. And everybody I mean Anything can happen on the football field. You've seen that dude Everett from the Bills years ago when he was playing the Broncos got got paralyzed on the field. Yeah. Gerald Everett. You saw Ryan Shazier. You've seen guys. It was only a matter of time before Shit. something like this happened. Look, it happened it, in happened in Pittsburgh. Bain blew up the field. They had to stop the game. True. Heinz yeah. <laughs> <But laughs> Ward scored too. But I'm just on a, on a Heinz yeah. Ward touchdown. Yeah. yeah. Of all things. And Heinz Ward touchdown. This is a very the greatest receiver of all it's time. It's a very real scenario of football, and it oh. happened. It took place. They had. They did what they did to rectify, you know, the situation to to make the you know the season still stand as it should. I suppose 
given the rules yeah. that they have and all that shit. I mean, it, 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 if you lost your fantasy Super Bowl because of that game, then guess what? It is what it is. Hey, sucks. You, you shouldn't go changing rule. You shouldn't go like catering and, and, and switching shit up. You know. Honestly, I mean, we discussed it last week on this show. And, Rob, I'm glad you brought it up because it is it was a legitimate discussion to have for a lot of fantasy commissioners. Like as the commissioner of my league, I have always prided myself on being as fair as humanly possible when it comes to like I I, I do not I don't vote on uh, on league issues because we have an even amount of guys in the league. I absolve I absolve myself from any votes and I let the league vote on it. If you know, there are no any trades that go through. Uh, I don't get final say whether or not to yeah, approve them. It's four to five. The, the trade happens. The trade happens. Our league never it, trades. If it's if it's blatantly obvious that two guys are trying to stack a team, then we'll we'll say something. But we've had what seven out of the same ten people now for fifteen plus years. Right. Uh, yeah. I'm still new technically. You I'm, came I'm, in I'm in like, like 2013, like, I think. No, I came in. Yeah, like but 2015. still, that's fucking ten. That's nine years ago. It's the start of the season. Well, no, yeah. I, I came right, in like 2015, right. but um. But uh, Rob, I'm probably gonna get clapped on Facebook for saying this, but uh, I, I don't I don't know if this is like PC. But you and the other league members need to just go kill that guy. No, I'm not even in the league. My buddy oh, told okay. me about it because right. he was in a different league, yeah, and no, he's that, like, "That's that's a the, guy, the commissioner changed not really the payout because Facebook. he was in second place, and then he got bumped down to fourth. And yeah, I so that's a conflict of interest, right? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Yeah, he just, he just flat out giving himself more money. Yeah, that, that's a conflict of interest. Right. I mean, we discussed it he on this show. His money back. We we he, we discussed last week, Rob. On the Bills field. We discussed last week in my league because this is because obviously the championship game was so heavily hinged on the Buffalo Cincinnati game. Right. I my I proposed potentially saying rather than having the first place payout be seven hundred and the second place payout be three hundred. Splitting it five and five, but Paul's name still goes on the trophy. Mm-hmm. You know, I said, okay, maybe that's fair. But then as I, I bounced it off of people and I talked to people and a lot of people all said like, and, and my my opinion of it was. Maybe six and four? No, my, my, my opinion of it was this. Look, that's the way the cookie crumbles. You, know, you can't control injuries. You can't control right, refs. You right. can't control any of that stuff. This, is just this was just another. Injury. This was an injury to a degree we've never seen, but it was right. an injury, and it was something that was out of our control. And I think it was my wife that ultimately, and she said she was like, "But he won." I said, "Yeah, if the game doesn't get played, Paul wins." And she's it like, ends right there. "Then he wins first place. Like that's that's it. Yeah. Period." And I'm like, I mean, I, seen, the floor. I saw other people too. I don't know if you guys saw it. They they simulated the game. I know it's fucking it's it's Madden, but <laughs> I saw that too. They, the guy losing his they, mind. Yeah, <laughs> they did. He, the guy caught it. He's gonna throw it. I saw it on TikTok. He caught it and then he fumbled it. And the yes. guy's like, yeah. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah. There He's was, like, he there, caught there the ball. <laughs> he imagine out of imagine that if you if you like if we came down to the league like the final game of the league we were like you know what. I'm gonna. We're gonna simulate the game on Madden, yeah. and then wait, we're gonna add wait, up wait, the wait, numbers wait, wait. and do the stats and whatever not, it comes out to be. The, the, they they put the guys had the two fantasy teams, right? So whoever you had in your fantasy team, they just made up the teams on on Madden and they put those two teams against each other. So that's how he did it. So you're whatever team you're starting. I wouldn't have anybody playing. <laughs> well, not on that. No, the whole that. team. The whole well, no, team. No, no. 
it was oh, like you know what I'm saying. Like what? he would have had yeah. Josh Allen, you would have had whoever you had as your quarterback. Kirk Cousins. Yeah, you would have Kirk Cousins, <laughs> and they simulated the game. And the game came down to I think I think the guy started Mac Jones as his quarterback, right? And Mac Jones threw the ball, and the guy caught. It. He was like, I caught it, and then the guy fumbles it out of bounds, and that fumble cost him the game. And he goes, I lost. <laughs> and like all within like <laughs> seconds, he was like so excited yeah. and devastated all at the same time. That's fucking nutty to but, be like, but, I'm just gonna rely but, on just, a bad in a wild instance like that though. Could that could that be an option where it's like, all right, you just you simulate the Bills Bengals on Madden out of just whatever one game, three games, two games, five, whatever. Right. You average out what your players on your fantasy team had for those and three just, games. No one for one game, but he said three game. games or five games. Well, you no, have. because no. because you can play one game and it's seventy-five to three. He's saying best two CPU out of three. Versus like almost like baseball playoffs. Oh, but you just take the average of the best game or whatever. All right, yeah, well, whoever yeah. wins two out of three. Yeah, if they okay. played three games and one guy had three catches, five catches, four catches. That would, that right. would be cool, but we average don't have time that to down. do that. Average that Those down. guys were like 19 right. years old, didn't have jobs, and all like barely went to school. No, no, nobody's playing it. Nobody's playing it. I know. It's, it's a computer simulated. Yeah. Yeah, you spectate it. So it's like you're watching it on TV, but it's. it's I know, Rob. Just, I I don't have three hours to watch to watch a video game, play a game in front of me. Well, <laughs> Rob, no, hey, it goes way faster than that. I, I mean, we got a meme here that that's pretty much uh, describes what shows what happens. I mean, you know, this is this is what had Sean yeah, crying, laughing last week what, during the show. Um, oh, I put the, the the one of Paul with the trophy. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, Hamlin almost dies. Paul, like. I mean, <laughs> That's so fucked. It's, it's so fucked up, but it's, it's fucked up, but it's funny as shit because no, the, the the one I made was Paul's in the room with Demar Hamlin. And he wakes up and he's like, "Did we win?" Paul's like, "No, but I did." And he holds up the trophy. <laughs> I just want to let everybody know that that's not what I was doing. Or of course, you're not in the hospital with him. No, but I mean, like when that picture was taken, I was not thinking about like. That was not what was said about Demar Hamlin or anything like that, and me holding up the. Paul, you're a monster. (laughs) You're a monster. Yeah, Paul Paul doesn't want want RG RG three coming after him on Twitter. Yeah, you're gonna make that into a shirt. Of all people, RG three talking about. How come he just got swept under the rug, huh? RG three? Oh, because he used a racial slur. I don't know, but he was out. Uh, We'll we'll get into RG three in a minute, but yeah, uh, yeah, no, um, but no, Paul, Paul. You know, it took it took a guy almost dying for Paul to win. But well, 15 years later, here I am, Super Bowl champion. It says it on my shirt. Yep. 15 <laughs> years later? Man, you are like the Browns or like the Lions. Yeah, Paul yeah, joined this dude, league in 2006. I was telling, who the fuck was I talking to about... Like the medals, oh like you know how you get yeah. like like your draft grades. Like when you've been in yeah. the league for a yeah. long time, you can go to the statistics. Yeah, I'm of platinum. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm like people are like diamond and platinum. Yeah. I'm like bronze. <laughs> after after twenty after, years, yeah, I'm bronze level with like a D plus grade. They like, probably think your special down. needs are like, oh, this poor kid's got mental disabilities. Like, I've, I've made the playoffs. I don't know what I am. In fifteen years, I probably made the playoffs maybe half that. I've well, never even it looked shows at that. how many Super Bowls you win in across all your leagues if you do it on Yahoo. Right. I've won thirteen Super Bowls. I never would have thought that. I got one, and I've been in the playoffs probably like six or seven times, and it's I'm always like one and done, dude. I'm one and done all the time. Wow, this is your first Super Bowl in about yeah, 40, beat, 50 seasons. Yeah, I beat Jaron, and then I beat you because your fucking defense almost screwed me, and then somehow hey, I happens. made it. Hey, I beat Shadis with um 
who's it? Derek Clark. Yep. I beat him with Derek Clark and that kid Graham. Uh, fuck, what's his name from the Jets as well? Uh, Brandon Graham. Oh yes, that's, that's, I, that's from the Eagles. No, 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 no. He's on the Jets. I beat him with two fucking people that had like a total of like seven points each, yeah, and they were on, and like fucking Clark doesn't even start. I'm like, wow, this is like a really. I'm like, how did I get to this? Like, where? Like, why did I not think of this like earlier about like putting in like Kenneth Walker or something like that? Mm-mm. But I got lucky. So better lucky than good, bro. You know, sitting here uh, a first time world champion. Listen, so I I ran someone's fantasy league this year. From start to finish, I drafted. I did the whole nine. Go on. I finished four and ten in a, I think it was a ten-person league. Okay. No one wanted to trade. No one did anything. Gary Wilson. I finished, I finished in fourth place based on, you know, scoring and playoffs and all that shit. Consolidation round, all that jazz. Oh, where was I going with this? I know you, 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 you kind of got lost in the middle. I'm like, go on. Uh huh. I, I think it's the fact that I finished four and four and fifteen or whatever the fuck it is now, but still finished fourth. Oh, that's what it was. I lost five games this year that's not because. Much. A kicker in a defense put up thirty-five to forty points yeah, a game. That was me. Yeah, and I, I and I lost by Paul five lost, points or less. Paul in lost those like games. two out of three games to Sean this year because the Patriots, Patriots defense. Fucking Patriots! Because the Patriots defense just went off against him. They put him. up thirty points every time I played them, and I'm like. You gotta be. It happened in the game kidding. I lost against you too. They got like twenty six. Yeah, yeah. I was up by thirty five, and the Patriots defense put up thirty two, and I was like, "Holy fuck!" <laughs> I'm like, "That was fucking." Every- goes Matthew Judon with a sack. I'm like, "No, you have him as an IDP." I'm like, "Fuck, that's Listen, double." Everyone's season's over. I will give everybody that's Rob. You're on here, obviously. Everyone, I'll give my advice to that. I've always told everybody: you draft guys that are in contract years. You draft guys without injury history. And you draft defense based on prior year statistics. Everyone says, oh, you're a homer for always drafting the Patriots. No, I'm not a homer. They're always top three or four in points every fucking season. Never fails. And it's special teams and defense included. And they're a monster with output. This year, they were a super monster with output for points on defense. Unbelievable, dude. I couldn't believe it. But I'm telling you, I'm like, if you draft guys in contract years, my my whole team in Joey's League this year was – was uh was was basically guys that are in contract years. My team was a juggernaut until the playoffs, right. until everyone got injured. Josh Jacobs, <laughs> you, know what's, you, know what's fucking, you know what's fucking wild too is like the last time I won was in 2012, Yo. and uh, I won with DT and Eric Decker as my number one and two receivers of that year. You just drafted the Broncos' yeah. offense. No, I had two. I had both of them. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. dick. But they put up they put up 50 <laughs> points between the two of them in the fucking championship. So yeah. hell yeah, that, that would set you up right there. Worked I drafted me. Lamar Jackson. That's all you needed and, this year until he got hurt. And, yeah, okay. And Russell Wilson. I Oof. drafted Jerry Judy. Ouch. I drafted James Conner. I drafted I James Conner. Cordero, Patterson. Joe Patterson. Mixon, uh, Najee Harris. Najee. Najee. Yeah, and, and Najee didn't put up more than 15 points until like week 15. Oof. Yeah, that's a rough yeah. hit. I know, man. I, I feel you on the on the slumps, man. When it comes in, like, 
It is it, tough. It is. It's just. It's tough, man. It's hard to sit there and like. I paid attention to the waiver wire a lot this year and like trying to like switch up my guys and like trying to go with like best yeah. matchups and shit like that. And honestly, like it took till like literally like week sixteen with like my defensive players when Sean was like, "No, you idiot! You don't look at this stuff. You look at." this and it was like sacks tackles like certain like points like the way that they rate the yeah. points and i switched up a couple so guys through sean's own advice sean so sean created the frankenstein basically because sean told paul how so to guys, play so you guys gave him the advice the, he the needed prize. because and then sean lost to paul in the playoffs and then paul ends up winning the whole thing yeah. but I just, it's, it's luck the only th- yeah because i sh- i'm sitting there going a lot of it is luck, i'm sitting yes. there going fuck i just dropped danny dimes like i dropped him and i picked somebody else up and then like, he goes who cares? and then he goes for 40 I know, he, but he dropped forty points, and I'm but like, "Were you fuck, ever, were you ever gonna start 40, him?" No. Dude, are you shitting yeah, me, and guys? I dropped him, dude, and I had Kirk Cousins who got me like fucking seven points. I was like, "God damn it!" Well, but I was, but like yo, you said, I, I was started never Kirk Cousins start, that man. week too, yeah. and I'm like, "What the fuck?" The well, it, was a one, that, it was a one o'clock game. There was the no reason old, not to. Yeah, the only thing what? that benefited me was I was playing against Justin Jefferson, and because Kirk was having a shit game, so was. So was Jefferson, so it like kind of canceled out. So I was like, whatever. And Jairi Alexander just doing the gritty in his yeah, face in the yeah, sideline. Hell yeah. No, no, listen, I'm sick of that shit. People talking about Jairi shut him down and he, he did. shut his social media down. No, he did. But like, <laughs> look at his career stats. Of course. Period. Oh, yeah. I, it was just, it just, he just had a bad but, game. But yeah, but Rob, it's a fact Ugh. that he got in his head so bad yeah. from one game. And he didn't Rob, know how to handle imagine, it either. Imagine what do you mean in one game. He fucking dusted him last year in earlier in the season. He had one, one every wide receiver, great wide receiver, maybe not Jerry Rice, had that one no, catch for fucking guys. 12 yards. Yeah. No, but you, but I think it's a lot harder, and I, I think it's a lot harder for a corner to shut a guy down for one catch for twelve yards than it is for that guy to go out and have like six for seventy nine and a touchdown. But Jairi, oh, I give sure. I give credit to he was doing the gritty in his face in the first fucking quarter. Yeah. It's like Michael Jordan always right. said. Well, that was it's easy to talk down. shit. Was it third down. That was a big third down play though. Yeah, that he, like that yeah, he, in the first and, quarter though. And he probably should have got flagged in today's NFL. I thought. I'm like, no, but he wasn't making eye. Exactly. You're making exactly. eye contact. Yeah, what did, what did right. Kirk do? What did Kirk do the whole game? Eat shit. shit. Suck. Right. Do so what Kirk, do what, do what Kirk does. Like if he's off. getting dusted, QB hit, sacked. He's getting fucking no time to throw the ball. Like what? Of course, his receivers aren't going to do good. Yeah, I mean, listen, Kirk Cousins is Did Kirk Cousins. Thielen ball out. No, but Thielen hasn't done anything Did all Osborne? year. Really. Did Osborne I'm sorry, ball out? Thielen. Nah, Thielen had a really quiet year this year, right? Thielen did not do a good. He did year. not have a great year, but. I digest. It is what it is. But uh, yeah, because it was fucking forty-five targets to Jefferson, and you get fucking twenty. To I mean, listen, yeah, you got to roll with the hot hand, Rob. You know this is how it is. No, you're this right. Is you're right. Goes, but baby. it's like, all right, the hot the hand has an off day because he Rob, went out. There's a gleam, man. Four bitches in one night. It's different. He was tired, Rob. He was it, slinging dick in that bicho tasso. Listen, like, Rob, give the kid a break. <laughs> Rob, if you're online and you're playing and you're playing Call of Duty or something like that. And every game you consistently get in like nukes or like twenty kills or twenty five kills, and you're just killing it for the oh, team. Oh yeah, no, it's because I'm using the UMP. Whatever, and then five, and then and then one game, some kid comes on, he's like, "At night, I dream of you," and he's like singing and dancing in your face, and you and you go like two and fifteen. Are you gonna 
delete the game, shut off social media, like delete. No, you just be like, oh, I had a bad oh, fucking game. Sean, you don't know me very well. Do what you? Are you gonna- <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I won't have a TV after that. Like, <laughs> I, it's true. I, I broke to- my I- TV, my controller. I fucking hit my cat. Yes, it's gone. <laughs> like, it's fucking. I popped my own tire on my vehicle. Like it was. No, it, it would become a big process. The one game. He's like, you ever yeah. swung a 12-pound sledgehammer as to, fast as you can? I used to send... I'm I, over here looking like Triple H, just fucking <laughs> slinging a sledgehammer. I used to send Rob the videos. I used to find out World Star of like Atlanta Falcons fans just destroying the house. And I knew it was coming. No, 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 Rob, it's As not... Every call, it's, every, no, call, it's every, not. call every call, every call. It gets brought I, up I love, I love the reactions because you're like, I completely empathize with those people because you can see that insane. This person's like, pulls out a gun and shoots the TV 14 times. <laughs> like, what are you doing? You could yes, have killed like Sean, three people. You're laughing because I can I can understand the pain <laughs> that they have in their heart, and I can I can sympathize with that. Listen, Thank if you. I would, I, I, I'm, I'm the last yeah, person to sit here and criticize somebody March, for doing something irrational after a loss. So, Rob, hey, wait, we're, we're, we're both we're both at home. Our teams both suck ass. All four of our teams are at home. Than yours. Huh? All four of our teams are at home. I, Rob, what did you say? I didn't hear what you said. I said my team a little bit more than yours, but you're buying me tickets to Raw in March. Is Raw coming in March? Uh, I think it's the sixth. Do you want to go? Well, after all the remarks that you've made in the last eighteen months about twenty-eight to three, I'm on front row. I've made zero remarks about twenty-eight to three. Does Rob want to go? Does the Pope make it okay for priests to molest little boys? Uh, Yes. Does a bear shit in the woods? (laughs) Come on, you should go to Rocky. Raw's fucking. Crazy. I went to Survivor Series World Games died? and I was on yeah. TV and you didn't want to go. You didn't want to drop Wait, the money. Which so. one? Oh, fucking Survivor Series? I couldn't. Why not? First of all, you already had bought a ticket and you're like, just go. And I'm like, I'm not going to sit by myself in like the fucking rafters. Yeah. Well, why would you sit in the rafters? It was all kind of seats open right next to me. I'm sitting Until three rows back. Up. I'm like, I know that guy three rows up. I don't know. It's, 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 see, I wouldn't mind going to something like that, but I would definitely want to go to see like John Cena, but that's kind of pointless because he's you can't see him anyway. Well, mm. well, that Ooh, raw going fair point. <laughs> raw going, <laughs> but uh, raw in March. Is Paul's got wrestling fun. season. <laughs> raw in March is to WrestleMania season. So Wait, it's on a Monday right? in March. So all the shows are right, crazy. Monday Night I'd be down to go. I'd be down to go to Raw in March. Was it TD Garden? Yeah, yeah, I'll, it's I'll, in the I'll look, I'll look I'd, up, I'd be, I'd be down to go to Raw. Paul, you want to go to Raw? It's fun as shit. It's on a Monday. We know we have it off. I gotta request all kinds of time off. Fucking suck. What do you mean, bro? You have fucking like you have two months, two and a half months to request. I it know, off. but I gotta request it off. I'm <laughs> saying. So and then like, and then oh Sean's God, gonna have to work process. the next day, so he can't get too whooped up. So we, we might get shit faced. Fucking put in a personal day, Doc. (laughs) Shut up. I have no fucking staff, man. Yeah. All you got to do, hey, listen. Hey, it doesn't matter. They can't deny personal time. You put it in on Tuesday. I'm the guy that's putting in the personal time, though, because I'm the one that approves it, too. Well, look at that. Wow. You just, you're, so you, so you just, so you just told us there's absolutely no reason why you can't go. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Uh, He's like, fuck. All right, no, 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 I'm not. Listen. What do you want to say? Hard cam side? I want to sit. Bro. I want to sit where the camera faces. That's where I yeah, sat. Yeah, that's hard for, cam. Uh, I don't know what the fuck hard cam. He's I like, just 
Look, I want to sit where I can feel Trish Stratus squirt all over my face. Dude, she hasn't been around in like 15, 20 years. <laughs> Whatever. Know. Yeah, well, I don't know. Dude. I want to I hey, know where I can feel the heat off of it. the new Trish Stratus's <laughs> snapper. I'm, I'm, an, I'm, I'm an Alexa it's, fan. It's, act, it's actually Trish Stratus' eye. It's like cactus. It's cacti. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Is Trish Stratus going to be there? I'm in. Floor tickets are $650 a piece. What okay, the fuck? I'm not spending $650. I'm not, no, I'm not sitting floor. I, I, where I sat, uh, Loge, Loge, I think it was 20. Loge. 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 Robert, Robert Loge. It's L-O-G-E. Yeah. You tell me how you say it. Elfer. Lodge. 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 That's how you spell Lodge. Lodge is L-O-U-G-E. That's Lodge. No, L Lodge is L-O-D-G-E. It's L-O-D-G-E. Guys, listen, we're not talking about American <laughs> fucking English because it's terrible. All right? You spelled Logie. 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 All right, where I sat was Robert Logie. Uh, I think it was, it was 21. 31 dollars? I was right there. 31? Right there. Where's 31? I'm looking on it right now. There's 21. no 31. 21. 20, oh, 21. Where, what arena is this? Oh, it's TD Garden. Uh, 30, oh. It's only $97 a ticket, but you're not in front of the camera. You're back You're back right to the ring, but that's like right in the side well, of the stage. Honestly, look, I was. At, I went to Backlash, and I went to Survivor Series. I don't care where I sit, Doug. Yeah, the seat's not bad. $90, $90 a ticket is not bad. No, that's, that's worth wrong. The ticket is dirt cheap. Right to the left is uh, is uh, is, yeah. is T Bar gonna be on the on the? Do they have, no, like, he's in NXT hey, do right they now. They have like club uh, seats. Do they have like club seats? Yeah, they have club seats. Like, yeah. I'm not paying a grand to go see Raw. Damn, yeah. Paul got money, money. Yeah, yeah but no. But what I'm saying is, if what if we put it on the Row One C One account? If you're gonna spend the money to go and you want to watch the show and and like enjoy yourself. You're going one time. You might as well get balling ass seats up in like a nice club spot where you get drinks, going food. One time, bro. Exactly. I went twice. Bro. I had tickets to go three times last year. I got COVID in January. I couldn't oh, go to the sure. first show. And then I went Close to two pay per views last year. This isn't a one time well, thing. Man, see, I go to like one NFL game per year usually. And that's if why that. We, and that's why we get like the Rob, them lounge. Rob, Joey, like uh, Joey knows and has played in the same football team as uh, T Bar. That's why he was asking. Okay, all right, that makes sense. But he's on NXT. Yeah, he's on NXT. Right? I know, but maybe he'll get like a call up to Monday Night Raw that night. Maybe a dark. He might. He might do. There's plenty is of time that, for it to is happen. Is NXT like the farm league of? It like, is. Oh, yeah, it is. Is yeah. that what they the, would consider it? Oh. Yeah. Damn, I never real. I never thought of it as the farm league. I just thought it was the de developmental brand. Well, it's yeah. the, yeah, what the farm league. league is. Yeah, that's what I mean. I know, but I didn't know farm that. league's different. It's like I think of baseball when I hear farm. Right, league. right. Well, you that's where I, mean? I get the term from. That's, obviously, but that's yeah. triple A WWE. Potato NXT. Triple A. Don't disrespect triple A, bro. Them luchadors are crazy. Yo, those guys are nuts. Those guys drinking tequila and like spitting in a woman's face. Those mud ducks are wild. No, they do some crazy shit in Mexico. Yeah, the cane when he was like yeah, the Mexico ones. The Mexico dudes are crazy. No, that was in Japan, right? Mexico is just crazy in general. Mexico, they do they like sexually assault women in the audience, and it's like live. Oh wow, Rob, thanks for the call, bud. We appreciate it. Hey, as always, fellas, thank you. We'll talk to you soon. Congratulations on your seven and ten season. I know that was much better than you thought. So. In my fourth place in fantasy. Thank you. Hell You're yeah. welcome. Yeah, yes. I appreciate the Thank you, bro. All right, bud. <laughs> Later, guys. Later. 774-992-8702 is the phone number. If you want to give us a call, we've got uh, – so let's see. We covered college football. We covered uh, fantasy football. Rogers. Yeah, uh, we got to get Not to – Rogers. I'm sorry. I'm Murray. 
We covered Kyler Murray. Uh, let's talk a little bit about this A-Rod getting retired thing. Do you want a Sprucies? Yeah, I'll go. You want a Spruce real quick? So yet. who said this? Was this on the Pat McAfee show? Yeah. Was this the Pat McAfee show? No, I, I don't even it. know where this rumor really kind of started. It started when uh, Sunday night. It had to be the Pat show. Though. After when, when A-Rod was walking off, and he had his arm around, um, uh, not, uh, what was it? Uh, Susie Culver. No, the receiver. I'm joking. Um, Lazard? Fuck, I can't remember I, who I, it did, was. I didn't see the he game. He had his arm around one of his, no, the guy who they brought back. Oh, be, Cobb. Cobb, Randall, Randall Cobb. Cobb. They had, he had his arm around Randall Cobb. I think it was Randall Cobb. I'm pretty sure it was Randall Cobb. And he had his arm around him, and they were like kind of talking like, like to each other. Like it was, it was a very odd way for them to lead the field after a loss. And people began speculating that, you know, hey, look, this could be it for Aaron Rodgers. He might hang it up and retire after this year. And then all of a sudden, that story just exploded and took off Monday morning. I haven't heard anything on the national level. I haven't listened to anything because I don't want my opinion on this show to be tainted by what other people are, are, are opining. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is done. I, I think so the run they went on at the end of this season, while it ended in disappointment, I think it's always easy when a season when a year ends like this to people to be like, oh, that's it. I don't think he cares for his that's coach it. either. They they have a very contentious relationship. Could you see Aaron Rodgers be maybe traded? Listen, I was talking to my dad before I came here because tonight. that would make zero sense to me from a Packers standpoint. I know because they could have just done that last years year. Ago, last year, but they have to make a decision with Jordan Love because Jordan Love, I guess, gave an ultimatum that says, "Hey, if you're going to keep Rodgers, can you trade me this offseason so I right. can have a chance?" That was a very polite ask. I get it. Hey, if you're going to keep Rodgers, totally understand. Can you trade me so I can have a chance somewhere? I want to play in the league. Right. Now, if Rodgers kind of wants to leave, he's aggravated about the offense, about the players, about his team, maybe you let him go. My dad brought this up on the phone to me. My dad says, hey, do you think there's a chance the Patriots would be interested? And I said, listen, the only way I think the, of Patriots, course they'd be interested. I think the Patriots would be interested if Robert Kraft pushes for it. Because that's not like a Belichick MO to go out and get No, that would not be – that would have to be a Robert Kraft move. That's what I mean. So if you see something like that this season, but, you know, Rodgers, you could plug him in. Any team that needs a quarterback, and that team's instantly great. You would assume so, yes. I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers. Maybe it's not, not maybe, maybe not Jeff Saturday Colts. But, but the thing is, is like, I would have loved Aaron Rodgers to have been the Denver Bronco this year because we'd probably be playing this weekend if he was. I mean, we, I know we would be because him and Hackett would have been able to figure it out a whole hell of a lot quicker. Now, Hackett was a terrible head coach, and it turned out he was a terrible head coach, but Aaron Rodgers would have made up for that in a way that Russ couldn't, you know, between time. the offensive line, the injuries, and injuries to Russ, so on and so forth. I mean, who knows? Maybe A-Rod gets hurt, too. Uh, but I, I, I'm looking at it like, like this. If Derek Carr is available for a price of, say, a first and a third, mm -hmm. and A-Rod's available for a price of a first and a third, mm -hmm. and you're the New England Patriots, the Jets... I don't oh know, my uh, God! Please don't send Rogers to the Jets. Let's say the Colts are going to be in on this. I think the Colts would be for sure. Who are you taking? I mean, I'm going Derek Carr ten out of ten times. If, this, if the if all, all things being the same, price wise, yeah, give me the guy that's going to give me five to ten years versus the guy that might only give me three, two to four. Yeah, but it's a quality two. To I four. mean, Aaron Rodgers, even at this point is still a better quarterback than Derek Carr. Yes. But to 
how much do you value the length of time that you're going to have that guy? Because I don't think Carr is that far behind A-Rod. He's a tier or two below him. He's not an elite. Carr is good. He's Let me put it this way. Carr is above average in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But Carr isn't elite. No. Elite quarterbacks are Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. It kind of ends. According to Miami fans, Tua. Miami fans, yes, they have their opinion on Tua, which is hilarious. But uh, you know, I'm just thinking like Drew Brees. You know, was a was an elite quarterback at at the time. There is not a lot of thank you, sir. Elite quarterbacks in the league, and that's not a knock on the guys who aren't. It's just saying it's just it's more saying that the guys who are are that are that much better. They're that much above everybody else. So. It's a very difficult thing, but I think, like, to me right now, like, the perfect landing spot for Carr is Indianapolis. I, I think you go, if you go with, let's say, let's say the, the Colts say, fuck it, we'll give New Orleans a first and a third for Sean Payton. We're going to give up the uh, fourth round pick. But you don't have a first this year? Yeah, we have a, yeah, we, I mean, fourth round, I mean, our f- number four pick. We have the number four. Well, you know, it doesn't, have, it doesn't necessarily have to be this year's number four. You know, or yeah. you could give him a second. You know, say, "Hey, look, it's the fourth overall pick in the second round." Like, or maybe you trade back and you make the. I, I, I don't know. Like, it, it's. I, I was reading something from like Indy Star or like one of like the inside of like Indianapolis like which, local news spots where they said that like basically Ursay is sick and tired, which is why Frank Reich got fired, and I don't know if Chris Ballard's on his way out, but basically Ursay is tired of trying to take, and I'm not. I don't mean this in a in like the sense, but like. Trying to polish old turds, you know what I mean? Like revitalize old charisma. Right, like, we're not trying to take Philip Rivers in his twilight year, Matt Ryan yeah. in his twilight years, Carson Wentz, who just hasn't been good for five in, years, or, or five years or whatever. Like, yeah, six yeah years hasn't in, been like, good in four years, like ever. Or nah, he was good that one year until he I, got hurt. I don't agree. He, Carson Wentz was going to win MVP the year that the Eagles won the Super Bowl, and it would have been a sham. Honestly, I don't know if they would have won the Super Bowl with Carson Wentz. Probably but not. Like, I don't want Derek Carr. I don't want. Imagine that Brady had A-Rod. eight. I don't want Ugh. Brady. I don't want any of them guys. I want somebody Blow new. Blow my fucking brains out. Draft a good quarterback. You want Brian Young? But see, if I'm the Indianapolis, I would much rather have Derek Carr at this point then then say like go like try and draft like a CJ Stroud like Bryce Young or CJ Stroud or Bryce Young or like I don't want Max honestly Duggan I don't I don't want I don't want any of those guys to be quite frank I'd take Max Duggan I wouldn't nah, later in the rounds not first not fourth not fourth no, overall like fourth overall but I would take fourth him, overall like, for Duggan feels a lot like one overall for Wilson for Zach like that yeah. feels like a Zach Wilson like reach a big reach yeah. like a Paxton Lynch he's not, style he's, reach he's not going to be a he shouldn't be a first. Or Baker round. Mayfield. He's going to be an end of the first round guy because just. How about of the Baker, hype. brother Baker, the touchdown no, maker? He, I wouldn't mind Baker coming over because he. I feel like he's still young enough. Where if you got yeah. the right coach and the right and situation around him, I feel like he could play. He play might, well. He might be in L.A. because Matt Stafford might seriously consider retirement. But if McVay goes away, then Baker would have to stay because they have no quarterback. I, if, but if gone. I'm Baker, I don't even know if I want to stay in L.A. Well, if McVay he retires, still has a contract. He's under one year, isn't it? I thought he still has another year to go. No, I think he's. I think he can be gone after this. I have to look it up. But all right, maybe it is one year and he's out. But like, I'm not signing an extension with them unless I get a decent head coach because McVay would be the only the most the most appealing thing to Baker staying in L.A. is that he would have McVay as his head coach. Right, 
And too bad Miami that, won, so that way everybody gave me a shit. Everybody gave me. And by the way, I want to just say to everybody who gave me a bunch of shit last year when I said that McVeigh was on on you know looking at the door and that McVeigh might not be the coach of the Rams come opening day. I told you so. Mm-hmm. He we was all con- said it. He, no, 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 no. No, here. We said it. We knew it was right, a real we, thing. Yeah, well, I remember hearing but about... But I got a lot of shit from the outside, outside of the yeah. show. People told me I was fucking crazy. Well, idiots. There's just... no way. They just won the Super Bowl. There's no way he's leaving. No, no, no. Those were real. That was a real... That was real. There was a very real possibility that Sean McVay walked away at the end of last year, last year with him and Aaron Donald walking off into the sunset. Exactly. And then they decided to say, fuck it, let's run it back. They didn't get better in the offseason, which what do I always say about teams that win it? If you're not getting better, you're getting worse. And they, what did the Rams do? I mean, granted, there was a, they were the most second most injured team in the league. Right. Only second to Denver. Mm-hmm. And they didn't. And, and now you've got McVay sitting there going, you know what? I think I might be all set. $30 million sure, too. I'm pretty sure there was in-game reports last year, like during the playoffs and the Super Bowl and shit was. like that, of, of like Lisa Salters or whatever saying like yes. McVay's on the fence. And Aaron Darnold too. Already, yeah. And Aaron Darnold, he was like, yeah, I they, might turn it off too. Who talked? Somebody had to talk Aaron Donald into coming back. It was McVay. And I think it was McVay because said, McVay was like, fuck it, let's give it one more he year. He said, let's run it back one more one year. One more year and see how the, it goes. And the whole team right. fell apart. McVay was definitely on the fence. Like, anybody who doesn't know that just clearly and, doesn't watch and anything. And Les Sports Snead related. is watching his team just sweating. And he's like, I have no draft capital. I have no cap space. I have no coach. I held just rebuild it. I mean, it'll be place. it'll it'll be they shit for care. a year it's or LA. two, but yeah, yeah, who cares? The fans will go away, but as soon as they're good, the fans will come right back. Yeah, it's right. LA. Exactly. Typical LA. 774-992-8702. Give us a call if you want to get in on some of this action. Uh we talked a little bit about uh obviously we did college football. We've done uh Shit, what else? We've done college, we've done Kyler, we've done A-Rod. Black Monday. Uh, let's do, do, yeah, let's do a little Black bit of Black Monday. Monday and let's get into some celebrations. Kinsbury, canned. Yeah, Lovey so. canned. Lovey, that's fucked up. <laughs> Why? Dude, one year and you have a shit team. You realize that Lovey was brought in, right, as a guy because he was the only guy available to the Texans. The Texans didn't want to overpay for a coach. They knew it was going to be a one and done. There was nobody out there that they wanted. And all right, I'm glad I'm glad you brought it. But why, though? Davis Mills regressed under Lovey Smith, at least under David Culley. Davis Mills showed signs and showed promise of being a decent player. And the Texans showed signs of being a decent team. Right. Under Lovey Smith, they got collectively worse. They got worse. They got worse. Fact. If Lovey Smith had come out and, and gotten this team to six, seven wins, and they'd been competitive in a bunch of games, yeah, I think Lovey Smith is still the coach. But this is a guy that was fired from the Bears, went into the college ranks, came back out, tried to coach in the pros again, clearly doesn't have what it takes to coach at the NFL level anymore, and is being fired again. And you've got RG3 and Stephen A. Smith automatically, immediately pulling the race card. Oh, he got fired because he was, you know, because a black man was set up again to fail. And it's like, how yeah, many guys around the league are set up to fail? Head coaches yeah. are set up to fail. Do you really think the Texans were like, okay, we're going to hire a coach. We know he's going to fail, and we know we're going to fire him next year. Just make sure he's black. <laughs> like, yeah. we don't, we don't want to do that to, we, to do we, we don't you know want to do that to a white guy. Let's fuck We don't want to do that to right a white here. guy. Yeah. So let's, let's take Lovey Smith, guy. a well-known, well-loved, well-respected member of the NFL coaching fraternity, and let's fuck him. Like, do you that really think that was the? Do you really do. think that was the fucking thought process Idiots. in the Texans front office when they were just like, you know, who who can we, 
Who can we fuck no. that will piss everybody off? They gave off? him a job for the year, knowing that it was going to be a one and done quick. They gave him a couple paychecks. Unless, Thank you for unless, coming in and doing what you needed to do. Or, or maybe they said, listen, if you can turn this dumpster fire around, we'll, we'll give, give you, you an extension. extension. Fuck yeah, of course. He didn't turn the dumpster fire around. They, you know what? They said, hey, look, you, you, you were coaching the dumpster fire. We get that. But you let the dumpster fire remain a dumpster fire. We didn't see. Actually, we saw the dumpster fire get worse under you than it was last year. Right. So we're going to go ahead and move on because obviously this isn't going to We're going to go ahead and hire Jim Harbaugh. So thanks. Like, <laughs> nah, Jim Harbaugh would never go to Houston. No, you don't think so? Not a chance, no, no, God, no. no Jim, think- Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh is staying in Michigan. Yeah, he's not coaching NFL next he's year. He's using the Broncos right now as leverage against Michigan to get more money to stay there. He's still he's getting $10 million, isn't he? From Michigan, yeah. yeah but fucking... if the Broncos come out and offer him twenty million, he's gonna go back to Michigan and be like, "You better, hey. you better, you better come close." Yeah. I mean, I can't. Ten million dollars a year. How is... long has it been since he coached uh, NFL? Let's see, he was twenty fifteen. Oh, oh wow. Was he gone in fifteen? Because fourteen was the year that he. Uh... Twenty twelve, right? Because he was the last year with Kaepernick in the nineties, right? Twenty twelve. The Niners Ravens? Well, no, no. Uh, 2012 was the year they went to the Super Bowl. 2013, they lost the NFC Championship. And then 2014 was when the wheels started coming off the bus. Oh, he left a couple years after that one. I think he left after the 14 season, season. if I'm not mistaken. Why do I feel like Yeah, because they went to Jim Tom Sula in 2015. Yeah, I feel like Jim Tom Sula fucking, uh, what's his name? Lead lead, Lead Pipe Lock of the Week. The fucking Jersey guy there, the lead pipe log of the week, the cartoon. No, I don't remember that at all. No, you don't remember the, you don't remember that cartoon? No. no. It was like Sal's lead pipe lock of the week or whatever it was. I don't remember that. No. You, are you serious? I'm dead serious. Look it up. Look up lead pipe lock of the I'm week cartoon. Right and you'll know exactly and then the guy looks exactly like Jim Tom Sula. <laughs> but yeah, no, he his last season was twenty fourteen, and then he went and took yeah. the Michigan job in fifteen. I feel like he's been there for so much longer, dude. And, well, that's the thing, though. It feels like it's been that long, but it hasn't. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Now, Aqua right? Teen Hunger Force. Yeah. Fuck! I didn't know you were talking about Aqua Teen Hunger Force. All right. Let me see this picture. Hold on. I just clicked out of it by accident. I put mead the pipe. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Oh yeah, I remember him. That's the, Jim the, Tom Sula. That yeah. that the, the hairy ass neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> now look up Jim Tom Sula and tell me he doesn't look just like him. Yeah. Let me see the comparison here. Because I can't remember who that is. Or at least in 2015, Jim Tomsula looked like him. I don't know. Oh, yeah. He just got a shirt on. Yeah. (laughs) He's got a little bit more hair. That is the beta underneath. That white shirt is the beta. Right. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) That's too funny. What was that guy? What was the guy's name? Was it Sal? Oh, God. I don't remember his name. Just hit the back button. No, I don't have a name. I looked up Lead Pipe Stone Cold Lock of the Week. Yeah. Just who the hell those guys name? I don't know. I mean, but anyway, Sean Carl, Payne, Sean Carl, Payne's Carl's lead pipe block of the week. Interview with the Broncos yet? Uh, no. The uh, yes, I think the Broncos requested. Inter- they've interviewed Sean or Payton. are going to interview Sean Payton, yes. Jim Harbaugh, D'Amico Ryan's um, Mayo. Which I'm I'm shocked they're bringing in Mayo. Mayo's not ready. Mayo's there just to round out the interview numbers. He's not getting the job. Ah, uh, they've interviewed. Uh who else did they interview? Dan Quinn. Yeah, Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn, D'Amico uh, Ryan's, Harbaugh, fit. Payton. There's like two more that they've interviewed too that were like, nah, like. Dan Quinn wouldn't be bad. Listen, it depends on who the OC is going to be, to be quite frank. But look, look, Jerry Rossberg did, a guy who came out of retirement. Nathaniel Hacken brought Jerry Rossberg out of retirement to be his advisor, to be his like, 
hey, don't call the timeout or, hey, call the timeout. You know, basically what I said I should be doing. Just put me up in the booth and be like, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> but, hey, uh, you guys want to nope. probably call a timeout. Uh, you know, that would be me. That would be my job. And I guaranteed at least I was still to this day guarantee any NFL team that wants me as a as a just sit in the booth and just chime in every once in a while in certain situations. I will guarantee you I will make at least two calls per year that will guarantee you two wins, two wins. I will save you from yourself at least two times. Guaranteed fucking teeth. And I'm not even going to ask for a lot of money. I just want FaceTime, FaceTime, camera time. Camera time, that's it. That's all I want. Just give me FaceTime. But Jerry Rossberg came in to be that guy, took over the team with two weeks left, and look at the turnaround you saw in Denver. They take the, they take the Chiefs to the wall. You know, they almost beat the Chiefs in Rossberg's first game, uh, in, in his first game coaching him. And then they go and they, they beat the Chargers. And they, they score 27.5 points a game, both of those games. Russ looks like Russ. I mean, Justin Simmons, for Christ's sakes, fucking led the league in interceptions this year. Right. Yeah, I'm shocked with that. I mean, it was a slow year for interceptions. but I know, but I was like, was, Justin, I love Justin Simmons, but I was like. He had six picks, and he missed five games. Imagine if he played all those five games. He, he would have led the league by himself. He wouldn't even have to tie for it. So you get this, but you get this guy that comes in. Like, look at that. But that's what the difference is with coaching. Mm-hmm. Like, you had Nathaniel Hackett, who was clearly just way in over his head. Good guy, great OC, way in over his head as a head coach. Jerry Rossberg, a guy who was brought off the couch to come in and just be an advisor, takes over the team for two weeks, and immediately the offense, despite all the injuries and all the bullshit, starts to look like, oh, this is what we've been waiting for all year. And this is with no Tim Patrick, no Javante Williams, no Garrett Bowles, our offensive lines in shambles. Russ has been much maligned all year. And all of a sudden, they, they, go, they had the number one red zone offense in the league the last two weeks of the year, and they, they're averaging almost 30 points a game? What? With a guy who was on the couch in, in, in September? Like, running the team? Like, right. okay, that, that just goes to show you, I don't think the Broncos need Harbaugh or Payton. I think if they brought in, like, a Dan Quinn to kind of be like a, like a, like a John Fox, just kind of, okay, steady the ship. Let's get some decent... Coaches keep double E as our defensive coordinator. Bring in Cliff Kingsbury as the OC. Let him and Russ go fucking chef it up and have some fun. You know, and then all of a sudden you're, you're going to get all these guys back in Denver. Denver is going to go worse the first next year, guaranteed. Write it down right now. I'm telling you right now. Before the playoffs even start, Denver will go worse the first well, in the AFC West. There's no way they can be as bad as they were this year. Not even close. No. There's not, it's, not even, it's not even plausible or fathomable to think that they'll even be this bad next year. Now, Obviously, next year's a new year, but I'm going to say right now, Denver's going, where's the first? They knock the Chiefs off in the AFC West, and all is right in the world. Hmm. Oh, oh, and I'll add one more thing. Russ is going to win the MVP next year. Whoa. Comeback player, I say he'll win. If he doesn't win MVP, it'll be comeback player of the year. I think it'll be comeback player because he, there's no way he can play that bad. That, no, not again. I not think again. Russ goes off for 40-plus touchdowns next year. You give him, you give him a, a Jerry, Jerry Judy, Colton Sutton, Tim I Patrick. Can, can I ask, can I say one thing? Do not fucking put any PR stuff out with him. No more videos of him saying, like, the green screen, like, Broncos country. Oh, no, that, I, I want all that. No, I want it. That shit I was want so that. demoralizing. No, it, you know what, though? The, the thing is. that played a part? No, no it you, didn't you, at every, all. It was, it was demoralizing 
to constantly see it. It wasn't demoralizing. It was cringeworthy the for people video to watch. On the but plane. it didn't affect anybody inside the, the, the locker room. The video of someone making the plane ride. Broncos country. That's <laughs> doing right. the jack, and he's doing, doing lunges. Jacks. <laughs> doing jumping jacks. <laughs> I love it. I love the cornballness that is Russ Wilson. Like I love I, I love it. I, I adore it. Listen, he's my quarterback, so he, it is what it is. But if we end up with like like Sean Payton, I don't want to give up the draft picks for Sean Payton. Jim Harbaugh, I I mean, yeah, his winning percentage, he's got like a almost 800 winning percentage in the NFL as a head yeah, coach. He sucks, it seems like. And the, but how do you go from the NFL? How are you so good know, in San man. Fran, so bad in college, and then come back to the NFL and expect greatness? I don't understand. I, I'm just, yeah, I don't. I don't think a retread of Jim Harbaugh is what I would want if I was the Broncos. If, if anything, honestly, if we're going to go with of all the people we've interviewed, if you want to go with something new and exciting, dude, give me D'Amico Ryans. You know what would happen? And I'm totally just making shit up right now. If you brought in Harbaugh and he said, I'm going to just bring in Colin Kaepernick just to give him a tryout. Joey, <laughs> Joey would be like, I'm just going to kill myself right yeah, now. Right. Oh, Har- the, the Kaepernick thing is... I am joking. Long dead. But I am yes. joking. But wouldn't it be funny, though, if you did bring him in to just to try him out one yeah, day? As a coach. Oh, my God. <laughs> the coach is plausible. He's like, he's going to lead Russell Wilson to the future. Oh, my God. And then they're like, wait, you can't say future in but front I'm, of Russ. But I'm, I'm not going to lie. I think of, of all the guys, <laughs> yeah. it, it really depends on the staff that they're going to that they're, they're going to build. And this and this is the same for the for the Colts. And, and Shit even, for me, too. Even with the Patriots, I mean, yeah, you got Bill, but Bill uh, Matt Patricia got fired today. No, no, he didn't. Yeah, it's he did. a fucking lie. You didn't know that? No, that's not. That's not yeah, true. it was on. It was on Twitter this afternoon. Nope, he didn't. You got fired, bro. No, you're making you it up. How do not know that? You're lying. I'm looking it up right now. It's full of shit. You're no, laughing. I, no, I'm not. I swear to God, Joey said that. Too. No, it's fucking. Someone retweeted it from 2020. You dick. That's when no, we get fired really? from the Lions. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I've been on the thing Maybe all day. Was... No, right here, dude. Where? What are you reading? From who? Eight hours ago. I don't know, dude. Patriots have done their research on possible Matt-Patricia relationship nine hours ago. Yeah, but they're talking about guys to bring in. They're probably going to still keep that bitch, unfortunately. I mean, they, they fired him as the offensive coordinator. No, they still haven't, unfortunately. Trust me, I'm on it nonstop. I th- I mean I, I I've listen, set up I've set up uh, those those Twitter alerts like anytime I see Matt Patricia and fired in a tweet just to, I mean I think thing. you guys end up with Billy O or or, Cl- or Kingsbury to be honest Clit Kingsbury Quiff 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 I think he said Clit Kingsbury No I said you're gonna end up with Billy O or Kingsbury I'll take him and either way that's a win for the Patriots Matt Patricia is not gonna have any any anything to do with the offense and as of nine hours ago they there was reports that he oh, was great. He'll be, well, I'm relieved of his like, duties as offense coordinator I'm like, I'm I don't know if he was I, I'm not yeah. saying he was fired from the Patriots organization I wish he might be moved from but because it didn't make any sense for him to be fired from the organization entirely after Bill brought him in and then was like hey go do something you've never done and then we're just going to fire you and make you a scapegoat <laughs> like, that makes that's not a Belichick move that's Would not no it. I mean, it is a business move, though, and the NFL is a business ethics. Spanish Armada. (laughs) That is correct. I don't don't know why the voice you just did reminded me of what's his name from Rounders. He beat me straight up. Give this man his money. Yeah, what's his name? John Malkovich. Yeah, John Malkovich. Good movie. I follow this guy on TikTok now who is a professional cheater. 
in casinos. Oh, yeah, he's banned from every casino. Yeah. He just does all the videos. Yeah, now. he's fucking awesome. I'm yeah. like, watch it. I'm like, whoa, that's how you count cards? Like, that's how you do it? Like, yeah. Dude, there's teams of people that go into casinos and rob. Like, this is yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's all in the book uh, uh, 21. So. Yeah, 21. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah one fucking... those, isn't he one of those guys, the MIT kids? Is uh, I don't know. Some fat guy with glasses looks like he's from Jersey. He is not one of the guys then. No, he's, he's funny as shit, though. Fat guy from Jersey. He's not one of them. Well, not fat, but like, you know, brown face, beard, like, you know, stubbly beard and yeah, 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 like yeah, short yeah. facial hair and glasses and he's just like yeah and this is how you do it and this is what's going on and this and the radio and he he analyzes like scenes in movies where there's cheating going on and like rounders was one of them 21 was one of them like and you know uh casino he said casino he said casino was actually the most accurate one that portrayed the way that they uh like that people cheated or tried to cheat and monitor cheating he said that one was super accurate in terms of like how they actually do it but um i digest 774-992-8702. 774-992-8702. Let's get into this. Uh, so, obviously, the DeMar Hamlin story, we talked about it a little bit last week. We didn't really talk too, too hard about it last week because it had already been talked about uh, talked about too much. Quite a bit. Uh, by the time we get on the air. Obviously, he's out of the hospital now. He's back in Buffalo. Looks like he's going to make a full recovery. No word on yet as to yet if he'll ever play he's again or not. But never going to play again. I mean. You don't think so? No. Why not? Because he had a he had like a heart issue. Well, because we here's the thing, we still don't know what caused this. Right. No, there's been there's no been one's no saying shit. You know, we don't know if the kid had a uh, you know had a, uh, a, a inherent or a genetic issue. Of course. You know, we don't know if it was the the commotio cordis or or if it was vaccine related or we we don't know and we might never know. Right. Because, you know, HIPAA and all that kind of stuff. Now, if it was vaccine related, like I said, I would like to know since I'm vaccinated. But we you know, never will. If, you know, if that's something that I have to be uh, you know, like I was saying earlier today to one of our buddies at at, at lunch and I was like, you know, I'm talking to him and I'm like, "Look, I'm like if if this was vaccine related, I would like to know that. I'm vaccinated. I would like to know if me sucking down booze is, you know, at the rate that I do, is going to adversely impact my heart in a, because I got this vaccine. Like, let me know so that I can make choices and changes as I see fit to potentially live. avoid. I know, but then I live, right, right, which is the problem. That's what they don't want, especially right. me as a cis white male in today's society. They want me well, yeah, dead. you got Bill Gates up there and all his, like, mother and father and, like, Planned Parenthood and their big, their big, uh, big like, population controllers people, Bill Gates. Bill Gates' shit. mother and father. Yeah, if you look up his mom or his dad or something, they were huge up in fucking Planned Parenthood. There's a whole thing on it. What? Like Planned a, Parenthood is actually one of the most racist fucking things that's ever yeah. been started. Like, up, Planned dude. Parenthood oh, makes no, the KKK look like fucking child's play. Bill like into like population control. He already thinks that the planet's like four billion people overpopulation wants to like kill like half of well, us. Well, most people think that the Earth is overpopulated. That's like a natural like right, common sense. Right, but he sense. wants to do something about is it. Is it though? Was it Hitler? I don't know. He's Bill Gates. Bill Hitler Gates? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out when you drop dead from this fucking vaccine. I mean, I, listen, I'm not, I don't, I don't want to go down the Bill Gates rabbit hole right now, but, like, I mean, overpopulation, I, I, listen. I, that's a real thing. There's still plenty of room to live. Yeah. No. no, no, I'm saying, but, like, no, they're not saying room to live. They're saying, like, earth growing stuff for people to eat and consume. Like, it's, it's not sustainable. Still plenty of room for that. You can eat each other. No, still plenty. There's still plenty to go around. I don't like, mean that sexually either. Sorry, like 
we've you know I know you know methane cow farts now are like the big thing, and they're like, oh, the amount nah, of cows. they're off that again. Yeah, oh, they're off that this week. Oh, the, no, because you know why? Because it's raining too much in California. It didn't rain all year in California. Now it's raining too much. So we got to, you know, yeah. yeah, climate change is going to kill us all. What was it uh, three years ago that they told us it was going to take twelve years? We got nine years, maybe. Uh, eight years left before climate climate change gets us all and like la la scary climate change rawr, rawr. Right. <laughs> um, or is it global warming global cooling acid rain I don't fucking know the ozone layer who cares like it, it's all just a fucking boondoggle like the amount of people that still actually believe that climate change is something that is a a major threat to humanity and b something that can be fixed by throwing more money at it is just absolutely alarming to me mm-hmm. um, it's just I, I can't believe people can still be that stupid but People are gullible and they want to believe things, but on to the Demar Hamlin right. thing. So the Demar Hamlin thing obviously happened on Monday night last week. We talked about it on Tuesday. I felt like there was watching the Buffalo Patriots game. I, I, I had to shut it off because when they open, you know, the the game opens up, the the, the Bills run back the kickoff, and I'm just like. I know the Patriots just didn't allow that to happen out of, like, the goodness of their heart. Right. But what the fuck, man? Like, the opening kickoff. And then you've got Tony Romo sitting there going, I've, I've, I've got chills. I've got chills. No, like, no, Tony Romo said he had tears building up in his eyes. Why? Why? He, he the man didn't die. And that's, that's, that's my whole point is, like, the man is not dead. Demar Hamlin did not die on the field. He it was it was a very touch and go situation there for a minute, but the man did not die. In fact, he's out of the hospital, expected to make a full recovery, and his charities are all millions of dollars richer. And the bills already guaranteed the rest of his contract and all the all so on and so forth. Okay, all you know, yeah, maybe he's not going to get the second contract and be able to play a full career. But chances are, is what a fourth, a fifth round pick, sixth round pick, whatever he was. I think he was second. He, no, I think he was later than that. Six-round pick. Six-round six pick. pick. Was he? Yeah. Six-round pick. Oh, that There's a, a pretty decent fucking chance he wasn't going to last more than three years anyway. So, whatever. Like, okay, I get it. It was a sad thing. But there is a faction of people out there within the, in the media, on social media, and doing these games, and that we talked about the sensationalism, sensationalism of it last week. There is a large swath of people that either... Think Demar Hamlin died on the field last Monday? They're confident of it, or wish he did, because it would have been better for them to juice it for the story and the drama and and the tears and everything else that gets people. Look how distraught I am over this. Tugging people's hearts, tugging at people's heartstrings. The amount of people that tried to make the Demar Hamlin situation about themselves is just fucking nauseating all the time. It was fucking pathetic, pathetic. and I could go through and name. You know, you know, you you had. uh, uh, a fucking uh, what's his name? Um, no, the old receiver there from the Vikings uh, that's on TV, Nate Burleson. You know, talking about uh, you know this is a byproduct of football. No, it's not. We don't know what we don't know what caused this man to collapse. It could have been football related. It could have been not. The fact that it happened on a football field doesn't mean it was because of football. You know, are we are we talking about the the the, the fifteen hundred athletes that have collapsed in the last two years? You know, professionally or otherwise. And had cardiac events on their uh, on their field of play for no for no it, for for no real reason. Are we talking about that? Is that soccer related? Oh, soccer so rough and tumble. These guys are just having heart attacks out on the field. Yeah, okay. 
give me get the fuck out of here. It's not 90 minutes. Straight, and then and then you've got the other side of the coin too. And this is this this just this one went out my ass sideways, right? And this is just again, stop making everything about you. You're not that important. I'm not that important. In the grand scheme of things, none of this matters. But you have these people that go out there and friends of ours and they post a picture. You know, of the of the scene on the field of Monday night, and there's the ambulance, and it's got a big red circle around it. And it's like the lowest paid people on this field this night did the most important work. Thank your first responders. And you're like, okay. Yeah, no one no one was shitting on first responders. No By one the was way, they were not the lowest paid people on the field that night. You, but you know you, what I mean. You get what the I'm water saying. Boy was yeah. <laughs> the guy, the guy in there that's working for like eight fifty in Cincinnati. Yeah. He's like, Hello. right, but no, he's right. I mean, but like, right. They're like, oh, the first responders were the ones that made that did the most. You know, they did the most important work that night, yeah. and it's like, yeah, of course that's their job. Right. Pat their back for that fucking okay. And you know what? Padding that they signed up for. No, they the, should. And, and you know what? They're they uh, of, of, yeah, of the yeah. of the four point eight million people in this country. That are considered first responders, cops, EMTs, firefighters. Yes, we applaud you. I applaud you every single day. You have nothing but my utmost respect. Right. It kind of goes without being fucking said at this point. But also, you have to understand that when you took this job, and we're not first responders, but we're in the same field, it's a thankless fucking job. Right. No one fucking shows up. 65,000 people do not show up. On a Saturday afternoon to watch, me, to, watch, to, to watch me do rounds in a fucking cell block. Right. Doesn't work. Somebody ought to tell the WNBA this, but we won't go there. Which, I, oh, I wish I had the Ronda Rousey video cut up for that. This That would have been perfect for yeah. this. Ronda Rousey basically coming out, and uh, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll talk about it next week. I'll, I'll bring Wait, it up Ronda's next week. my girl. I want to know. I'll, I'll tell you off the show. We'll save it okay, for next week, okay, though, because okay. it's a whole thing, and I, I want the video, and because okay, and, and gotcha, gotcha, it was gotcha. a press conference that she did, and she just... I was a, I was a Ronda Rousey fan before that, and now I'm a bigger Ronda Rousey I never, fan. Ah, that's good. Oh, so really? we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll do it next I week. I was never really a Ronda Rousey fan at all. Oh, I love her. I never really thought she she was the first chick to like really kick ass in a very small pool second, of talent. Second, second. Who was the first? Gina Carano. Yeah. Eh, whatever. I don't know. But, I'm just saying. But back to my original point. Again, like this is a thankless job. Being an EMT is not a job that. Listen, if you if you want to go make ten million dollars a year. And you chose EMT as your career. I got, I, got, I got bad news for you, bro. Better start your own ambulance company. <laughs> and even then, ten million a year, probably mm-hmm. not going to happen. Yep. Seventy thousand people show up every single Sunday for eighteen Sundays or more, in some cases, to watch these guys play. There are seventeen hundred, seventeen hundred players active on any given Sunday in the NFL. Seventeen hundred. Out of the whole world's population, 1,700 suit up on Sundays. But I said there's 4.8 million million. first responders in this this country alone. Out of 1,700 in the entire world that can do it, anybody, I mean, listen, I'm not saying that being a first responder, like, you're you're less than or you're not that, but keep it in perspective, man, and stop making it all about you. Again, like this just goes back to the fact that like yo, no one no one becomes a cop because they want to get paid a ton of money. No one becomes an EMT because they want to get paid a ton of money. You do it for the reasons that are selfless, that you want to help people. You want to be the first ones there to be able to save lives. Trust me, I know a bunch of them and they're all excellent at their jobs. And do they do they deserve more money? Probably. I mean, yes. I, yeah. 
I do probably, it for the benefits. Right, but, but what I'm saying is like we have we have friends that do it that have literally saved countless amounts of lives right. in their short careers or or their decade and a half old careers. They're you know, they're still young, they're still our age, they're still under 40 and have saved countless amounts of lives and 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 done things that people ordinary people would never do. And not a single one of those people the ones that I know personally, that I respect the most, that have done the most, that I know what they've done because I've talked to them and seen it. Not a single one of those persons sit there and bitch to say they're underpaid. Right. Or that they should be getting paid as much as an NFL player. Because they know goddamn well. Listen, I, I could quit the... There's not... There's probably, what? I'd say 95% of the NFL could quit their NFL job tomorrow and go be an EMT. Yeah. It's... I'm not saying it's. Probably I'm not. I'm not doing. I'm not saying this diminish what they do, but look, it's not that hard to get there now. To be good at it and great at it, right? It's like anything else. Like those who work and immerse themselves in it and do it, yeah. it like that. Yeah, they're going to be the better ones. Right. They're those the ones. The, those are the supervisors. Those are the guys. Right. That, those are the ones that go up the ladder and become it. But and listen, how many? But how many people do you know that are that are like they bounce around from fucking ambulance company to ambulance company yeah. doing fucking you know. Hello. Shit, you know, hor- you know, going okay. Yeah, this lady's her foot hurts again. She's got diabetes, right. so we're gonna take her to the ER. Like whatever, like, and that's a lot of it. But there are the times you gotta do real right, work. But they get a paid But they don't. But the ones that that immerse themselves in it and love the job and do it, I never hear them complain about what they get paid. Never. Mm. But then you get on social media, and of course, somebody's gonna sit there and they're gonna. Well, we gotta make it about me. Well, ha. Huh. That guy over there, yeah, he's only getting paid twenty five dollars an hour to to save the guy's life who's making a million dollars a year. Well, he should have been a football player. Well, then, then yeah, then <laughs> all right. Well, hey, you want to make a million dollars a year? Go be a fucking safety in the NFL. Then go be a sixth round pick. We're not even asking work, you to be a first round pick. Work that hard to get to that level. Give up your childhood, your summer be that, ride, or, or just be kids, that gifted and be or, or that too. I mean, but there's well, be gifted, but there's also a lot of work that comes into getting to the NFL. As we obviously is, you know, it's I'm just you don't saying, just get to the NFL by happen chance. That's what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. it takes a lot of fucking work to get there, dude. Like you can put as much work into being an EMT. You can put as much work into anything. Look, You're what not, were we talking about? Yeah, the other day on Sunday, if I knew I was going to be six foot three, three hundred and twenty pounds, yeah. And as big and strong as I am, I probably would have taken football a little bit more seriously when I was in sixth, seventh, eighth grade, ninth grade. But that's the thing is, like, but you I didn't, and I didn't care. I didn't at a young age. It, you, yeah, but see, here's the thing: I don't even think you do. I just think at at some point you get to a point where you mature quicker than everybody else. You're very good at it, and you either continue to mature on that path and you excel at it, or you don't, because there is way more people that don't. That 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 are listen. I'm not the only guy who's six foot three, three hundred twenty pounds, and as big and strong as I am in the world. Like no, there's plenty of other ones, and not all of them are in the NFL. Right. In fact, a large majority of us are not. Right. There's a very very limited number of spots on NFL rosters. Like I said, seventeen hundred on any given Sunday. Soon, and add, that's a add, lot. Add another hundred and four of that soon. No, it's fifty three guys Sundays. Right. I'm just that's saying Sundays. Lot. Well, add another hundred and six. I'm saying soon when they make it. Two more teams get added to the league. Right, right. Whatever. Oh, God. They're going to add two more. Okay, so 1,800 guys. Whatever. It doesn't matter. The talent pool is already watered down enough as it is with 32 teams. TCU. Yeah. Like, (laughs) think about it. And But you have these people that just, they they insist on making it about them. And the DeMar Hamlin thing brought out, I really feel like, the worst 
and the best in a lot of people. They brought out the best in the sense of like people came out and donated to his charities and they raised money and they donated to all of his stuff because it was front page news. But it brought out the worst in people. It brought out and the cynic in me just sat there and wanted to fucking puke because it's like, yo, like you're not that important. You know, you had people who are bitching and complaining about why it took the NFL so How did it take them that long to cancel the game? What do you mean how long? It took them 23 minutes to suspend the game. Right. Well, they should have canceled it right then and there. N- no. No, right. sorry. Injuries happen. Right. I know this one's a little more serious than your, you know, uh, your, 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 your mainstream torn ACL or whatever, but Ryan Shazier couldn't walk and got brought off on a, in, on a backboard mm-hmm. and was paralyzed from the waist down when he was taken off the field. That game didn't get canceled. Right. They still played. They still played. Yeah. Now, this was a little bit more probably there was a lot more there's a little more shell shock to this one because the kid collapsed and they were doing cpr and mm-hmm. which aed property props yeah. props to the guys on the field doing the life-saving procedures that are going to allow him to make a recovery mm-hmm. you know because that's that yes they, they deserve their due like you know and but here's the thing nobody wasn't giving them their due but there's just some dickhead out there that's got to be like well this is all about me now Kind of badass. The kid woke up and he's like, he wrote down. He's like, "Did we win?" No, just like, nah. and that brings me to my last point yeah. about this whole thing. For those of you out there that have never played ball, and I'm not even saying like I'm not some sort of like seasoned veteran. I played one year of college football. Mm-hmm. If you're but I've been, a, but I've been around it. I've been around guys who have. I've been around guys that have made it to, you know, that have played Division One. Some of them gotten close. You know, been on practice squads in the pros. Like I've been around a lot of these guys. No one on a football field gives a flying fuck about their own safety. No one cares about their own health. My offensive coordinator, and I've said it on this show a million times, my offensive coordinator told me when I came back from an injury, when I played my one year of college football, I missed, I missed five days. I missed a week of practice because I blew out my back. My back was shot. I, I had the flu. I was dry heaving. And I pulled a muscle in my back, and it took me five days to recover. And I, I couldn't get down in a stance. I remember I tried coming back on Wednesday. I got down to my three-point stance. I went to get down to the three-point stance, and I just kept going, and I face-planted in the ground because I couldn't. my body wouldn't stand up. And I was like, I'm going to need to take a breather, Coach. Sorry. I missed a couple of days. I, you know, heat, stretch, ice, blah, blah, blah. The trainer's working on me, all this other stuff. I come back the next week. We're in the warm-up line on, on Monday for practice and we're stretching i'm still hurting it still hurts like hell but i can at least hold myself up now so i'm playing with not excruciating pain but palp like palpable pain like i can feel the pain this is not like just something that i'm like okay i can just shut my brain off ignore it like i'm gonna have to figure out how but i'm not just going through like this is going to affect me day to day like minute to minute as i'm playing football at a very low level college low college level and we're going through the warm-up lines my offense coordinator is walking through you know during the stretches and you know pre-practice stretches and all that he's like how you feeling I said like shit and he goes oh he goes good he goes no one plays football because they want to be healthy and it was the most true thing i've ever heard spoken in my life no one plays football because they want to play healthy. No one on that field gives a shit if they get concussed. No one cares if they get they, – they just want to get back in the game. 
And that's a problem. And I see the argument of like, okay, well, you've got to protect these guys from themselves because a lot of, because most of us don't give a shit. We're like, I don't care what's going to happen to me when I'm 55. I'm 21 right now and I want to play in this goddamn fucking game. Put me in. Mm-hmm. And that's the attitude. That's the mentality because you have that alpha male killer mentality that you go in and you want to play. You want to be in the game. You want to be involved and you want to win. And that's why when Demar Hamlin, the first thing he asked when he came out of his uh, out of his coma or out of out of out of that that state, did we win? That should tell you everything that you need to know about football players and what it means to be a football player. Did we win? That's all I care about. And they were like, you did win, DeMar. You won the game of life. Uh, yeah, that's, that's... That was lame. Yeah, cool. That's corny nah, as fuck. fuck that. That's <laughs> corny as fuck. Obviously, I know I won that game. My eyes are open and yeah, I'm breathing. Fuck that. Did we what win the-, the fuck was the fucking numbers on the scoreboard? Because we got an AFC championship game that we're trying to host. Like, that's the thing. So when you get these people that don't play, you know, you get these... Again, and I talk... I say it all the time. The bug men. The people who never played but want so desperately, they wish they could have, but they couldn't because they were 110 pounds, they were frail, they were weak, they were betas. And they, these are the guys that come up with DVOA and all these advanced metrics. And, and they, you know, because right. that's the only way they can be involved in football. Right. That's, those are the guys that are sitting there going, well, this is, these, these hits need to be taken out of the game. Right. No, that's part of the game. Right. You well, it fucked my fantasy team, so I want it taken out. <laughs> like, yeah, tough shit, dickhead. It like, should, it should tell you something when the dude who almost loses his life asks, you know, like you said about what the score was and how hardcore these dudes are and what the game means to them. It's like, well, what makes you fucking think that it means more to you, a fan or somebody who who, who thinks that this should be taken exactly. out? Exactly. Fuck out of here. Where if this guy is asking about the game, everybody was like, it's not about football right now. It's not about football, Mark. Right now, Demar Hamlin woke up and it was about football. So it's like, who the fuck are you to tell the guy Bingo. who almost lost his life what it fucking means, or to anybody who plays or watches? Or there is like- not. There is. If you went and polled every single player in the NFL right now, mm-hmm. and they said you're there, that you are, if you play this game, there is a chance you could die on the field. Do you care? There would be a resounding nope. Don't care. Um. I have really potentially big breaking news, not football related. Oh. Uh, if you haven't heard about the WWE earlier today. Oh, I think they told me Joe Biden was going to jail, but all right. <laughs> no, not like that. <laughs> Stephanie McMahon was CEO, stepped down. I don't have enough underwear <laughs> on deck. Stephanie McMahon was CEO, stepped down. Be like scary movie. Vince McMahon came back into Vince McMahon came Sean back just into goes power. Flying against the oh window my over god! There. Jesus Christ. Vince McMahon came back into power, and apparently as of three minutes ago, uh, the WWE has been sold to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, the Live Company. The company that owns Live Golf. That would be... Yeah, they put in a bid for it. Yeah, you didn't know that? No, 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 no. Like, apparently it's done. Like, it's done. Like, they own it. Yeah, so the same Saudis that own Live Golf Vince got pinched. Yeah. Came back in. Swooped in, look, sold the look, sold the company, and there you go. That's, look it up. I, I don't even know this for a fact. I guarantee you, if you look I it up, would it's the not same be company. happy. It's the same Saudis that own Live Golf. That'll be the death of the WWE as we know it. Big time. That's exactly what I, my first thought too. I was like, yeah, that's no a, more naked chicks, man. 
cover up. No more women at all. They can be like, get rid of all the. Uh, women. Yeah. I would even. Uh, uh, no, I just, I just think once you lose the creative ability that Vince McMahon has fostered, you know, and he's, tra- you know, transitioned to Triple H and and Stephanie and and however it's trickled down, I think once you lose that, that that's it, man. Yeah. Wrestling could be dead as we know it. Eh, fuck it. I never really cared or, much. Anyway. Or, oh, I love it again. Or the Saudis <laughs> just keep everything status quo and they just say, keep doing what you're doing. We're just going to fund you way more. Yeah, and that's you, now your bankroll is going to be way bigger and now you can pay more people and do more shit. Right. I mean, they're not going to do it out of the goodness of their heart, you know, right. but. Saudis so like, well, I want a hologram of Owen Hot flying from the Raptors. They're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, <laughs> too no, no, soon, no, man. No, yeah. Too soon. <laughs> no, sorry. That was a bad um, case. But <laughs> just to wrap this whole thing up. Um, you know, the DeMar Hamlin thing, again, my, my biggest thing with the, that I took away from this weekend was there is a lot of people out there that wish this kid had died for their own personal gain, for their own personal reasons, for their, so that they could have gone on and talked about how heartbroken they were and how devastating it was. And how the rules and, of the game need to change and, so they don't give a fuck about. Yeah, and shame on you and fuck you right. for, to those people. And you know who you are. You know, nobody ever, no one, no one came out and said it, I wish he had died. You know, because it would have made my show better. But, like, you know, you got, you had, I, I saw so many clips and so many things and so much shit and heard so many things all weekend. Like, Saturday night when he, he yeah, came to. Yeah, some dumb bitch going to do a beef with him? Oh, something like that. I mean, it, when, when it came out Saturday night that he was, like, out of the hospital, or he was going to be out of the hospital, he was awake and everything else. Like, you thought the guy cured cancer, the way people were talking about him. Right. And I'm like, okay, like, good. He's, yeah, great. He's great. But th- that happens to, like, thousands of people a day. You know, like, there's probably some, like, 65-year-old guy in Michigan right now who just collapsed in his kitchen and is being worked on as we speak by EMTs, you know? And do you think his work is going to cancel work the next day? Do you think he's going to get, you know, do you think everybody's going to get a day off or a week off? Or do you think his, his, his you know, is you think if, uh, if it happened at a Fortune 500 company, they'd be like... Whew. Okay, guys, we gotta. We really gotta reevaluate. Yeah, we're gonna. Everybody do. Take I know week. we got that big meeting tomorrow about the merger, but um, we're gonna push that off. Uh, you know what? Let's just cancel it. We'll just cancel it. Take the loss and let's move on because this is more important. Nope. Sorry. Like I hate to tell people. I hate to tell you, but um, yeah, you're not that important. Mm-hmm. Someday I'm gonna die, and guess what? A couple people will care. My immediate family and friends will give a shit. And it'll be, oh, that sucks. Fats is gone. And then within like, damn, that's fucked up. He's like, like, oh, man, that motherfucker dead. Anyway. And then within four to six weeks, it'll be like, nah, no, whatever. Nobody will care. Row one, seat one will go off the air. It won't be a thing anymore. And everybody will be like, oh, man, remember that show we used to listen to on Tuesdays? We're off the air now. Who did he leave his pool table to? Yeah, (laughs) right? Paul's like, oh, look at this will. There's a, there's a handwritten letter oh, in this file. All the trains. And it's like, oh. <laughs> I get some trains. It's like, oh, damn, the fucking Patriots lost. I bet you that was Fats. You know, like, he did that. He made he, that happen. He my balls. Right? And you see me, it's like, I'm Cartman. I'm like, suck my dick. Suck my balls, you guys. You guys can kiss my asshole. You guys are being a uh, Last thing we're going to do before we get out of here. So a lot of you people do not follow professional darts. I follow professional darts as a dart player and somebody who is a supreme enthusiast uh, about darts. I this video might be the single most insane fucking thing I've ever seen. Now, it was a video that came out. I think it happened either last Tuesday or Wednesday. It happened while we were on the air last week or the, or the day after. I can't remember. It was like it was five, like six or seven days ago. 
and this was a championship match uh, in the Pro Dart League. Now, Michael Van Gerwen, who is the bald guy that you will see uh, in this video, Michael Van Gerwen is he is like the uh, I guess he's like the Michael Jordan of, of darts right now. This guy is, right. uh, yeah, you're right because Phil uh, Phil uh, Phil Phil what's his name is is Phil bald. Hartman. Now, um, God damn it. Doesn't matter. Uh, was probably the Michael Jordan, but he's he's Michael Van Gerwen's like the Kobe Bryant of darts. This guy's when he's on, he's unbeatable. And the way darts works is you start with five hundred and one points. Every dart you throw at the board, whatever you hit, you subtract from that total of five hundred and one. Now the inside ring is triple whatever the number is. The outside ring is double. There's two rings in the bullseye. The inner ring is double. The outer ring is single. Single bull is 25, inner ring is 50. So a lot of people are like, well, why are they shooting at the bullseyes? Well, because triple 20 is worth 60. So they shoot at triple 20. So you'll see in this clip, and just, you know what, like, forget the way the game works and, and for everything for a second. Just watch the crowd and the reaction to this clip. It's fucking wild. Obviously, our video is a little bit behind yours is ahead. Yeah. So that's Michael Smith. Look at the way guy. he threw those sticks. Yeah. The guy. So a nine darter is a perfect game. Yes, Basically, it is. so what you just saw right there, that is less likely to happen. Like you have a better chance of seeing two pitchers. Go into the ninth inning of a MLB game with perfect games intact. Mm -hmm. Perfect games. Not no hitters. Perfect games. That's it's statistically less likely to happen. Two guys to be on a nine darter like that. And I've only seen one other time where somebody threw 17 perfect darts and and missed the 18th. And that was Michael Van Gerwen, who missed back to back nine darters a couple years ago. Uh, and he, he he threw a nine darter. He came back up. He threw seven, uh, eight more perfect darts and missed double twelve like he did in this one. The only difference was with this one, Michael Smith didn't. He was on a nine darter too, and did it. I, the crowd was fucking insane. The crowds at these these events are fucking hilarious. It's it's absolutely fucking wild. I anytime I, listen, I encourage you. Like I, I, darts, it, it's look, it's not a sport; it's a game. Okay, <laughs> I, I, I guess when I posted the video earlier this week, I was like, it was like, oh, this is the greatest athletic achievement I've ever seen. I'm like, and everybody laughed, like athletic. I'm like, yeah. 
it's obviously said Athletic. it's obviously said very tongue in cheek like right. but listen hey, if golf is athletic then so is darts okay if i can go out and get dusted by a 5 foot 8 300 pound fucking 85 year old right. on the golf course right that is that athletic i mean if that's athletic then then so so is this just saying. Yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, but this was fucking wild. And then the, the but the commentary kills me. Yeah. The way the Brits and like these these UK guys like the way they call it, whether it's Formula One, darts, soccer. By, by the way, where is it? Is this in a bar? No, this is in like a like a like a pseudo pub state, like a stadium type setting. Oh, like okay, like, because it seems like, like a, it's massive, a big ass bar. Yeah, it's well, that's basically how it's well, set they up. Serve, I think. So it's a big ass it's a big ass arena. And they set up long tables, like pub-style tables. And if you watch any of these events, you'll see there's hundreds of pitchers of beer lining the tables and huge, like, glasses. And, like, there, there's, there's, like, I remember one, there was one, one event I saw. There was, a, there was a guy dressed up like Willy Wonka, and then he had nine midgets with him, all dressed up like Oompa Loompas, just Oom- following him around. That, that's, I mean, like. There's guys dressed up like I Mario and Luigi. Like it's darts you. is a this is a whole fucking another thing. But what that would you get? Sorry. That was like the greatest single greatest fucking thing I've ever seen in darts in my entire life. Yeah. Two guys on a nine darter in the world championship round, in the final right. round. Like this is for all the marbles. That game didn't decide the championship, but Michael Smith, the guy who won, did end up going on to beat Van Gerwen, the guy in the green who missed that uh, double twelve. Van Gerwen is like the Van Gerwen's he's like the Peyton Manning or like the he's like the Joe Montana or whatever. Yeah, he's like. he's he's the Kobe Bryant, uh, if you will. He's the standard. He's he is the standard. he is right now the gold standard. Uh, Phil Taylor. Phil Taylor was the guy who was probably like the Michael Jordan of of darts. Who was he was an, he's just like fucking like you look at him. He's just this old pot bellied fat guy, and he just absolutely fucking snipes darts into every wherever he wants. I mean, I'm a decent darts player. I've gone to competitions and I've held my own. You know, against guys that compete on the reg, but this is like this is some next level shit. I yeah, mean, that's crazy. I've come close to a nine darter before. I think seven, uh, eight darts was my most, eight perfect darts was the most I've ever thrown. And I remember when I got to the to the to the ninth dart and I lined it up to shoot for the, I was literally shaking. Yeah, like I couldn't hold. I was like, ah, stop, stop. I'm like, because if you do this, like this is. It, that's how rare it is. Like, you don't right. even get the opportunity. Like, anybody who's throwing darts knows, like, I have an iPad, right, to the right side. You guys have seen my setup downstairs. Yeah. I have an iPad to the right side of my dartboard, probably about 18 inches away from the board. Yeah, if that foot. When people look at the pictures of it, like, or they see it, and they're like, aren't you afraid somebody's going to hit the iPad? And I'm like, no. No. No, because if you hit the no. iPad, then you shouldn't be If you hit the iPad, dart. you need to be not throwing darts. You shouldn't <laughs> be throwing darts. You shouldn't be here. Well, don't don't get me wrong. Like dots, you, you should be throwing a smoke. You should not. Yeah. You should not let my wife throw then. Like that was a dangerous game. No, Kayla's play. come down and played it on on oh, our board. Oh, I know. And sometimes she's hit the floor. Yeah. I mean, listen, I I've missed the board before. You know, throwing tops and one sails on you, or you throwing bolt low and it dives on you, whatever. Like it happens. I mean, I've never like missed the board left or right that bad because I know pretty much you know where I'm throwing it. But I also play a lot, so that's the difference. But anyway. That was super fun. Check it out. You can look that up on Twitter. There's a whole fucking... My favorite thread about that, one of my favorite comments in that whole Twitter thread was like, these guys suck. They're not even hitting the bullseye. 
<laughs> this is like clearly like somebody who doesn't know darts or just was trolling. It was like <laughs> these guys are trash. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, let's leave it there, boys. We'll be back next week with a full. Uh, oh, who do you guys got this weekend? Um, By the way, just okay. I'll go through the games. We go picks really. Just quick. give it. Just give me your winners. I'll go 49ers. I'm gonna say Jaguars beat the the Chargers. I'm gonna go that in my upset. Uh, Bills over the Dolphins, easy because I fucking can't stand the Dolphins. They suck. Uh, Vikings over Giants. I'm gonna say Bengals over Ravens. Uh, Buccaneers over Cowboys because uh, Dak should not be starting anymore. It should be Rush. All right. Um, I'm going Niners over the Seahawks. I got the Jags over the Chargers as well. Buffalo Ooh. over the Dolphins. I am going Giants over Vikings. Okay, makes sense. It's a 4:30 game. You're right. I should have thought about that. You know, it's just I, I'm. I'm going to play the odds here. The Vikings are the better team. There's no reason why they right, shouldn't win right. this game. But it's 430, and Kirky, you know, tends he to do funny funny shit at 430. Yeah. Uh, I'm going Cincy over Baltimore, and I am taking Dallas on Monday night over the Bucks because I just don't think Brady is going to be able – I think Micah Parsons is going to have his way with Brady. Yeah. I got uh, – so I'm, I'm pretty much – I'm almost pretty much on board with that. I got Niners over the Seahawks. I don't have any fucking trust in fucking Geno Smith. Um, I got Chargers over the Jaguars. I got Bills over the Dolphins. Giants over the Vikings as well. Um, Bengals over the Ravens, and I got Cowboys over the Bucks. Okay, all right. So the only games, so, the only games we disagree on is the Bucks game, Vikings game, and Jaguars game. Yeah. Everyone has the 49ers, though. Should be a cakewalk. I, I still see. I still think the 49ers go to the Super Bowl. That's that's the NFC pick for me. They're just too good. I'm going uh, Super Bowl. I'm going Niners Bills. I'm going Niners and fucking Chiefs. Mm, I don't. I don't disagree with that. The Chiefs figure it out. They always do. And Buffalo, Buffalo is shaky. I don't disagree with that. Buffalo is shaky, but I feel like Buffalo is going to ride this this high, if you will. Um. Of the, the, this this incident, I feel like that this emotion it's going to take them far, and because if it gets to Buffalo, Kansas City, AFC Championship game, it'll be in a neutral location. I'm I'm going I'm going with Buffalo. So is that up right now? I'm going. It will be. Uh, I'm going Buffalo. Buffalo Niners in the Super Bowl, and I'm I'll go Niners over Bills. I'm going KC Niners. I'm taking. Uh, it's going to be KC again. God, I hope you're wrong. I, me too. Me too. But I'm, I'm literally not even being any what biased or anything right now. I'm just literally going with what I see on the football field. Oh, you're not wrong. You're, with, you're, you're not wrong on, to make. You're not wrong to make that judgment because I, I think it's going to be KC over the Niners. But I saw. But you know what? I thought after the Buffalo game last year, I thought KC was like, oh, they're a cakewalk to win it all. But they're so seasoned right now. Think about it, Mahomes. Has only been in the league for so long, and he's already played so many playoff games and been in the big one, and he's done it. Same with Travis Kelsey. I mean, the guy but lost one of the greatest offensive weapons, and he still put up forty something and forty five touchdowns, forty five and fifty six hundred fucking yards, dude. And, he, and they thought, oh yeah, Mahomes going to regress. He's going to take a he's going to take a step back without Tyreek Hill. Nah, bro. Nah, I, I hate the guy. I mean, on the football field. Like I, I dislike Mahomes, I dislike Casey, but I'm just being a fucking realist can we, right can now. Can we just point out real quick too that we have not heard from Jackson Mahomes or Brittany Mahomes all season? Yeah, yeah. Somebody put the fucking kibosh on that. Good, good call. Yeah, and I think that was good Patty. Call. I think he did. I think so too. He was like, "Hey, uh, listen, assholes." 
but we'll get we'll get back to it next week. We'll talk more about it next week after we get the results of these games. So thank you everybody for joining us. Thank you all for uh, thank you for your calls. Sorry the, the calls that we did miss. I, I know there was a couple people that called in oh, um, that we missed. Uh, sorry, sorry. Well, Rob was on the phone. We haven't heard from Rob in a while. Yeah. So, um, but it is what it is. We'll be back next Tuesday night, eight thirty p.m. right here on the one, the only, the New Bedford Guide. Forty two days from now, forty two days from today, I will be in Daytona at the Daytona five hundred. Can't wait for that. Trying to, I'm looking up pit passes, trying to get some, uh, trying to secure some interviews, some, some fun things, so we can uh, have some nice content for the show from that. But get a mobile um, mic and a fucking camera, asshole. I have a camera. It's called my phone, Paul. Yeah. Yeah, bitch. Ooh. <laughs> uh, but uh, we'll be back next Thursday night, eight thirty. Yeah. The show will be up on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Amazon, Google, iHeartMusic, wherever. Uh, you, Wherever you get your podcast from, be up within probably about an hour. Be on our YouTube Ooh. channel as well. Uh, yeah, until next Tuesday, guys. Hey, enjoy Super Wild Card Weekend. And uh, Peace. Yeah, we'll talk to you next Tuesday. Peace.